Welcome, everybody. This is episode 96 of the Anime Arcade Podcast, and it's that time again. It's the third time Carlos and Steven are talking about their trip to Japan. Or I guess in this case, I don't know if Steven's been involved with all three times, but uh, yeah. So my name is Jeff. I'm here with Carlos and Steven. What's up, guys? Hey, everyone. And Logan's here. Howdy. So uh, we got <laughs> to... I- yeah, I think I had about three speaking lines in this episode. <laughs> so uh, a light script for me, but uh, a good one. A very I think most of most of the audio you'll get on my end is laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm just going to actually remove our audio tracks from this one. And, uh, <laughs> let them have at it. No, no, the, the reactions are good. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and, and we hope that, uh, that you out there listening uh, react the same way to uh, uh, Stephen and I's uh, uh third pilgrimage to a love live concert um and we also apologize that this is a damn near three-hour podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and I, yeah. I also apologize that the amount of stuff that i forgot because my brain is not working right now yeah jet lag is a thing so my apologies yeah. <laughs> jet lag and the fact that it's much later you know in your part of the world right now so you, you get a lot of passes man don't worry about that <laughs> i'll take as many as i can get <laughs> so uh cool well it was definitely enjoyable for me and um i am assuming i can speak for logan as well uh it it was fun to hear about it and i think we we all want to go just a little bit more now so um hopefully that's kind of the reaction you guys have as you listen uh buckle in got a long one and you know easy listening hopefully if you're in your car you should already be buckled but uh yeah (laughs) without further ado uh yeah let's just jump right into the show Enjoy. Likely a very good chance that the sounds of Mika snorting will accompany the podcast today. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, she <laughs> she she accompanies most of our our gaming sessions anyway. So <laughs> she's decided to uh, hang out with me while we record. But this is one that I've been looking forward to. So we uh, we're ready. Mika's ready. I'm ready. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I was not. I, apparently, today Mika was my spirit animal because I, for the first time, was the one who was super duper late coming to the cast. So, apologies again. <laughs> not that the good, not that man. the audience would know, but uh, well, it's totally understandable considering you've flown, you know, around the world. <laughs> about halfway, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like. Without too much introduction, uh, today we will be going over uh, Stephen and my trip to Japan, our third, well, yeah, Stephen, this is your... I've too many times. You've done. <laughs> <laughs> well, our third pilgrimage to a Aquas Lab. Yes. There you go. How's okay, that? that's accurate. Because I know you I, I know you didn't go to first or second no. life. I know you tried for, for them, but... Uh, 
we, we've had some pretty good luck these last three lives so no kidding yeah it's you guys are becoming kind of old old uh pros at this well, now. i'm, <laughs> I'm to. gonna continue praying to the plus gods yeah, no, we like because because <laughs> the next one uh-huh. in January, Muse is going to be there, and if we I can get tickets to that, I don't care if I'm homeless. I will sell <laughs> organs to go to that fucking concert. Uh, yeah. and besides, I the, my kidneys aren't doing too well anyway. So if anyone wants them, you can take them. Uh, <laughs> just one. I need one to survive on. Um, what do you call it? But yeah, so uh, so Stephen and I uh, we went to we went back to Japan. Uh, for Fifth Live, which is uh, this concert was called Next Sparkling after uh, one of the songs from the Love Live Sunshine movie, which we still haven't gotten here in the West. Um, but uh, I, through divination magic, because I didn't tell anybody, but I'm actually a wizard, um, was able to see. Yeah. So Wait a minute. Yeah. You're the cleric. <laughs> Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> well, okay. Well, then I divined it. Ah. The, the the drinking god, which yeah, Mike. Mike. For those of you listening who don't know, we we actually do pay, play Pathfinder. Um, uh, three of us because Stephen would have to get up at ungodly hours to play with us. Um, what do you call? It? I do play a cleric who prays to the drinking god. So <laughs> this that will become somewhat. Relevant and understandable later on in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we left. Uh, what day was it? That would have been Wednesday, the fifth of yep. June, twenty nineteen. For those of you listening in in really far post, welcome, future people. Um, and uh, you guys lose a day as well. Uh, right? Yeah, we lost. Well, lost the day coming out. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, we like for those of us on the the west coast of the United States, uh, we we fly over the international dateline, so we just automatically just lose a day um, coming over. So, um, uh, Stephen, you you got to Japan first. So I'll I'll let you kind of yeah take it. So away. Um, did it a bit different this time. Um, essentially, in the last um, in fourth live, um, met up with some uh, UK love livers. For the first time, uh, and this time we organised our flights together. So uh, three of them, um, so myself and two others, uh, planned to come from Heathrow uh, together. Booked all our tickets together, and then while we were in the airport, we spotted another guy that we'd met also out there at the same time. So it turned out there was four of us on this flight together. Um. <laughs> no kidding. So are these uh, are these friends of yours, or are they, you know people you met on the internet, or just people you've met this, at lives the, in the past? These guys, I, I literally met them uh, at Fourth Live. They would there was like a UK Love Livers meet over there, um, and there was the three um, myself and the two others that I kept in touch with. They were there as well as the other guy that we met in the airport. He was also at that meet last time. <laughs> um, so, oh my god! Yeah, it was amazing how coincidence works. That is amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I remember you now mentioning the meeting the, the UK fans over there. So that's pretty cool that you all got to yeah, meet up. Yeah, for sure. This it was it, it kind of kicked, like kicked off the trip in a different way to normal. It wasn't wasn't so relaxed immediately. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah. So then, um, caught that flight nice and early in the morning, um, and that was headed for Haneda, um, and then. 
essentially once once we got off the flight there which was uh, via paris which we had a nice four hour wait in paris as well um which oh boy yeah that's what we do for cheap flights um <laughs> but <laughs> essentially then landed um slightly earlier than carlos landed um so went to kind of check into all our hotels uh, I went around, picked up all the tickets that I needed to pick up from various different places because um, of how I'd managed to book the tickets this time. Um, and then, yeah, essentially um, waited for Carlos to touch down. <coughs> yeah, I, uh, I I did the same. We do the same thing, or at least I do the same thing to get cheap tickets. I, I flew up to uh, Vancouver and had like a three-hour wait in Vancouver. Um I flew Air Canada again. For those of you who listen to the podcast and have been listening for a while, uh, you know that the last time I flew Air Canada, I had a really shitty experience with the delay, but this time everything yeah. went smoothly. Uh, You're brave. Brave to give them another chance. Yeah. I, I, like I said before, I, I don't think it was the Air Canada. Because like, in Canada, like I, I think I mentioned this on the cast, like the people couldn't have been nicer. And I mean, you know, there's a, the stereotype that Canadians sorry. are polite. Sorry, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, like... I actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the on the the cast that time, but the the morning I woke up in Calgary to get on my next flight to Japan, you know, a day later, um, I, I was walking to the airport. I was I got off the little shuttle and I was walking into the airport, and a security guard, uh, you know, uh, waved me waved at me, and he's like, "Oh, good morning to you," and I was like, "Oh, good morning, sir." He goes, uh, how are we doing today? I said, uh, eh, eh, you know, not so great, but it could be better. He's like, oh, I'm real sorry about that. You know, I, w- I wish I could help you. And I was thinking, a security guard in the United States would not say word one to me <laughs> unless I did something wrong. So I was like, wow, they really are super duper polite here. But yeah, no. So I, even the like the service on Air Canada is actually really good for the price, like fantastic for the price. It was just I think that last time it was the the ground crew in San Francisco were really, really bad at communicating to us. So not entirely their the airline's fault. But yeah, it, it was it was still like the whole time I was traveling, I was like, you know, had a nod in my stomach, like, please, please, no delays, please, no delays. Um. But uh, I eventually got over there uh, like a couple hours after. Actually, this time around, we landed like a full 45 minutes early, which was really nice. Um, And uh, eventually met up with Steven. Oh, and this time, so again, for those of you who have been following for a while and know of my my exploits, my previous exploits to Japan, this is only my third time coming. And the first time, I didn't get any kind of, you know, signal thing any like any kind of like sim card phone anything like that so it kind of sucked but i was traveling with steven so it was fine the second time i tried to get a sim card didn't understand how that worked and essentially installed a a completely useless sim card into my phone uh, and then lost my original sim card and had to get a new one when i got home (laughs) this time around i got pocket wi-fi and i have to shout out the company they're called uh poopoodoo which is a really funny name um (laughs) <laughs> because I'm a child, <laughs> but <laughs> but the uh, the pocket Wi-Fi that I had from them worked almost everywhere. The only places it didn't work were the places that other people weren't getting cell signal to begin with. So, like the Saitama Arena, I I didn't get great great signal in there. 
but I didn't need it there because I was there for the concert. Uh, so yeah, definitely a shout out to them and definitely a thing to think about if you're going to Japan. Um, look up Pocket Wi-Fi. I would recommend Pupuru, but there's also Ninja. There's a few other ones that you can look into. And a lot of them, you can pay for it before you get to the airport. And then uh, uh, when you get to the airport, really all you have to do is swing by their counter and show them your your email thing and they'll just give you uh, your pocket Wi-Fi, and you can be on your way. And it's it's essentially just like a mobile hotspot. Like, that's all that thing is. It just hmm. gets a, a wireless signal and, and turns it into Wi-Fi. Um, and it's, so it's a little brick you carry around that you, gives you Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it kind of reminded me of a pager. Huh. Like, 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 just, you know, with a better display. Sure. Kind of. Um, and if you know how to, like, set your phone up on like Wi-Fi, like who doesn't, then you know how to use pocket Wi-Fi. It's the easiest thing. Can't recommend it enough, especially if you don't feel like going through the hassle of of getting a, a SIM card and unlocking your phone or whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, that sounds like a nice a nice alternative for sure. Yeah, and again, it worked pretty much. It, it worked in, well, we'll get to it, but it worked in one of the more rural areas that we went to, which was, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. But yeah, uh, went. I got my pocket Wi-Fi, and uh, because everything just worked really well, uh, I was able to, like, surprising. I'm I'm used to when I'm on the the train from uh, Narita Airport to. I usually stop in like Nippori Station in uh, Tokyo. Um, I'm used to not having any signal at all on that train, but perfect signal. I was able to keep in touch with Steven, and I eventually met up with him uh, at uh, Sugamo Station, which is right next to where our uh, hotel was. So how about how far, how, you know, was the travel from the airport to the hotel? Uh, it's about an hour from, okay. from Narita. All if right. you fly into Narita, Narita, the, the sky tree takes about an hour, but usually it's cheaper. Uh, Haneda is nice because it's like right in Tokyo. Like it's not that far at all. Sure. But uh, if you have the time, and you want to save a little bit of money, the Sky Skyliner uh, train from Narita Airport to Tokyo is like it's actually kind of beautiful because you you pass by a lot of like farmland and stuff like that, a lot of places that are still you know like there's still like a lot of uh, wildlife and stuff like that, uh, and then you, nice. uh, you 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 like the train slowly starts going into the city and you start becoming more and more of a city and then you're in Tokyo and it's like, yeah, this is all city. <laughs> like, as far as the yeah, eye It sounds see, like a nice experience for someone who is just getting there. It's kind of like an introduction. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And it's it's beautiful. Um, but a lot of the flights into Narita from the United States get there at, like in the afternoon. So... Sometimes, like like in November, like the the last time I went, the 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 train from Narita to into Tokyo, it was pretty much just darkness, <laughs> because by the time I got off the plane, got all my bags, and got out, like the sun was going down. So it's not always great, but if you catch it during like the daytime, and this time I actually caught it when it was sunny out, it's a really uh, really beautiful trip. Uh, but yeah, so Stephen and I, Stephen, you and I, finally met up at Sugumo. Yep. Um, Checked into our hotel, uh, and then we met up with the guys at uh, uh, Ikebukuro, which I misspelled in the Google Doc. Good job, man. <laughs> yeah, we met we met at them after about 
let's say, an hour of waiting because one of the guys that had really bad signal on his phone and Google Maps oh, wasn't yeah. playing along. Yeah. So he ended up in the completely wrong place. Yeah, yeah. We we waited in in this arcade for God, that was forever. <laughs> yeah, and then he walked past us. Um, and then he walked past us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we all got there eventually. Yeah. Um, and and these are the guys like you, you know you previously talked about, but I, I met them last time. But like all, for all of like an hour and a half mm. or so. Uh, after, after, cause I had day one tickets for fourth live and you guys had day two tickets. So I met up with you guys, like played around in the arcade for a little bit. And then I'm like, I'm tired of shit. Like I just went through a live. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Um, so it was, it was definitely nice. Like we spent a lot more time with these guys and it was, it was a ton of fun. So shout out, uh, Gary Jordan. If you guys ever end up listening to this, uh, it was a lot of fun. Hopefully we get to do it again, but let's keep going. Uh, cause that day we just pretty much played Sif, the Sif Arcade Cabinet, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty much the whole evening. Yeah, um, which was fun. I I ended up getting a a, a pretty rare Nico card, which I was very very excited about. Um, and uh, they very recently added Aquarius to uh, the arcade cabinet, so uh, I was playing mostly Aqua songs, and then I got the rare Nico. And I was like, well, shit, now I have to play Muse songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just required. Um, yeah, if, you ever, if you're a, a Love Live fan or a Sith fan, I guess you'd be a Love Live fan if you were a Sith fan. Um, definitely give the arcade a try, but it's very different. And I, I'm terrible at it. Just awful. Um, but it's fun. And it's fun to watch the people who live in Japan play that game because, holy fuck, they're really good. Um, did you get anything from the gacha that night? Um, I I don't think my luck was in that night. Although I did get um a uh a HR yo from that night, so that's always good. But again, if it's not a Maru, then yeah, yeah, I, and I, yeah, you know, Maru must, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, you you would have been mad, uh, Jeff, because like, <laughs> what do you call it? The, some of us kept getting dia in certain things, like later on, and and they started calling it dia cursed, and I'm like, oh, Jeff would Jeff wouldn't call it cursed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would have been good luck for me. But uh, uh, day day two rolled around because we didn't really stay out that late, um, and we went to. Uh, we went to Japanese Denny's because we are super original. The most Japanese of restaurants. The most Japanese. Actually, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Japanese Denny's. We stopped in there for some breakfast because, I mean, we don't we don't know what a Japanese breakfast place looks like. So we were like, well, Denny's serves breakfast, um, and they pretty much just sold Japanese breakfast. I mean, they they had like kind of Western ish breakfasts, but it was like, uh, oh. Like ham, an egg, a salad, and the world's some bread. smallest sausage. So, yeah, the world's smallest sausage and the world's smallest pancakes. <laughs> it was it was nice. It was it was enough food. It wasn't like mm. you know like like an American meal. You get like it's really filling, but um, 
but then they also serve like traditional Japanese breakfast, which is, you know, like fish, a bowl of rice, um, if you want natto and some other stuff. I'm like, oh, uh, like a bowl of salad. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, I can't recall ever kind of reading or seeing what a Japanese traditional breakfast would be. So that's interesting to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fish. <laughs> um which isn't bad, but that's not what I think of when I think breakfast. No. No. Um and they have like a drink bar, which was interesting. So you pretty much just get up and serve yourself drinks, which I thought was pretty cool. Um and unlimited coffee is always good. Yeah, absolutely. Especially after a flight. Um so yeah, Japanese Denny's uh, serves Japanese food, so you don't have to worry about what if you're not getting like a Japanese experience if you go to an American, well, that kind of an American restaurant because you will get a Japanese experience. Um, also, your waitress won't come around and bug you every like ten minutes. Did you find any Wick Donalds while you were over there? <laughs> no, no Wick Donalds. <laughs> Unfortunately, just the regular one. Oh damn. Uh, okay. So uh, after Denny's, uh, we hopped on the train, uh, the couple trains to uh, MetLife, MetLife Dome in Saitama, uh, because they were selling concert concert merch a day early. Um, and just like Third Live, which listeners of the podcast will remember, it was raining. Uh, <laughs> but this time it was pissing rain, just so much rain. Uh, but this time we were smart about it, and we actually got umbrellas. So preparations. We we've learned. We've evolved. At this point, they we should just then. start selling Love Live, you know, umbrellas with all the girls on them or something at the entrance to where they, well, they start selling them. merch. Oh, really? Yeah, they definitely have them. I just I well, I mean, they didn't have them at the entrance, but um, gamers and Numazu had uh, Love Live umbrellas that sold out really quickly. Um. Yeah, so they have they have Love Live umbrellas for sure. It's just uh, I probably wasn't going to spend money on one. I I bought like a, a little cheapy one from a Seven Eleven or Family Mart or one of those. Um, and we'll get into what happened to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we got in line for the concert merch. Uh, this time we had uh, umbrellas, and we ran into some other poor. Uh, some other poor gaijin who yeah. did not prepare, who were completely soaked by the time they got their merch. Um, but uh, uh, like the, the the queue was what, to, uh, like two hours ish? Yeah, yeah, just over two hours, I would say. Yeah. Were you a little and, too and nervous I, to share an umbrella with those guys? Oh, they weren't. They weren't where we were. <laughs> like, when I say we ran into them, like we would pass them like they were they were ahead of us in the line but we were behind them and you know when you pass them in the line you can still see them so we would pass them and each time we passed them they were a little bit more so <laughs> you guys could have gotten a little farther in line if you had just worked up the courage to ask if they wanted to share an umbrella you like we would have cut a ton of japanese people and that is not a good look <laughs> you're an american man play the part come on no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm a well-traveled American, I, and my well-traveled includes, you know, being in the Navy, which I learned not to piss off the locals. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, so yeah, we eventually got up into the line, and I made the retarded decision to not uh, 
uh, bring like a whole lot of cash with me to the merch queue. So I got into the credit card line, which took forever because they didn't have great signal there. So uh, that was fun. And it ended up eventually getting my merch. Um, but like, what do you call it? You got you, Steven, you and, and the others, you guys could have gone through the line, like probably another time before I finished getting my merch the first time. Yeah. And that credit card line. It was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, we spent about two, two ish hours there, uh, at Met or at the MetLife Dome. Uh, we had, and then we headed over to, uh, Akiba because that's where we spend most of our time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we, we walked around, uh, the many anime spots, uh, mostly like animate, um, where else did we stop? Animate. Um, we that might Did we stop at gamers day. that day? I don't. I don't think we even went into gamers that day. No, I, I mean, we were in animate until late. It, animate is several floors, and we walked up pretty much all of them. Um, yeah, I, I don't even remember, uh, like what thing I got that day from animate. Or, I know, I know, know that I bought like five pass cases, even though I don't even have any passes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah uh, pass cases are essentially like you know, like you have like a little card for the metro and like people put their their card in there and, and like hook it to their belt or whatever and it's got like this little extension string thingy that you can just pull from your belt and slap onto the uh the meter and uh what do you call it yeah i i have a pass for here in san francisco but i just just like I didn't find any that I really liked, and there weren't any really good Johanne ones that I really wanted. So, hell, I couldn't even find any Johanne ones. The the, I think that day I got uh my glasses case. It's a because I have a, a Johanne glasses case which I didn't use last night when I apparently just passed out. Um, but yeah, there's there's just a ton of character goods in yeah in Animate, uh, and that yeah, was the I day you guys found out. Uh, that there are, there's just an absolute shit ton of quintuplets merch there right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's where all my money went that day. <laughs> What'd you get? Yeah. Um, so I got a pass case. Okay. Um, and five or six cam badges. Okay. Um, so yeah, about $50 of cam badges because I've got a problem. <laughs> um, and I think a key ring as well, all which is okay. um, all which is Miku. So good, good, good man, good choice. I have to, I have to rep my best girl on it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was there was there was too many character goods in there. Um, yeah, I could I could have definitely spent all my money that day, but needed some restraint. <laughs> so that's why you had me pay you for the ticket that day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even remember what. Oh, I do remember two of the things I bought that that day. I got uh, the Kaguya Sama Love Is War OP and the Bunny Girl Senpai ED. I bought from the music the music floor. Oh, nice. Um, because I hadn't bought them yet. Uh, and then we tried to get into the Love Life Sunshine Sega Collaboration Cafe, which is 
always in in Akiba. Uh, but uh, they were uh, booked. They were booked solid that day. So no go for us. So instead, we went to Carl's Jr. because today we what were the What the hell is most... wrong with you people? <laughs> 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 to be fair, Japanese Carl's Jr. serves beer. Okay. This is yeah. acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> uh so we got a beer we got a burger we sat down we we sat we were there for a while just talking you know yeah love live anime like we just hung out there honestly um i think we were just kind of tired of walking um and being on our feet uh then we decided to kind of just round out the night uh it at the arcade again uh but this time uh gary and jordan well they went up to play the sif cabinet i again i'm terrible at the cabinet um and there are a lot of people like queuing up for it so i'm like you know what i'm gonna play the fate go arcade cabinet uh and steven decided to join me this time around yeah um so yeah. you got to use your uh you got to use your cards from last time uh yeah yeah so I, I brought my cards. Uh, Steven started out and and did a few did a few pulls, uh, and uh, had typical fake go luck. Nice. Yeah, I remember Which what is... fake go was about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like okay. So it, I'm um if you if you haven't listened to the the fourth live cast where I played fake go for the first time, um the fake go arcade cabinet much like fake grand order uh the mobile game, uh you can still get craft essences um as or like a reward for the gotcha okay um instead of like uh you know servants or whatever right uh but um in the fake go arcade cabinet like you can pay a thousand yen which is a little under 10 bucks for a tent for a 10 pool which is that's expensive um actually technically a little bit cheaper than than uh the phone game but anyway um if if you do like uh, a 10 pool like you get a lot of four and five stars i have never seen someone get all ces in their 10 pool in the fake go arcade cabinet and steven managed to do it <laughs> i was impressed uh, uh i was not <laughs> so fortunately for him i did a 10 pool and i got uh ultra saber Okay. So I was really excited to get her. Uh, and because uh, the last time I played, um, Orleans wasn't out yet. Uh, okay. So pretty much the whole time I played, I, I beat uh, I beat Fuyuki. And then all I did was collect um, embers and, you know, the different uh, ascension materials and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was able to ascend Ultra Saber al- almost immediately. It was like I, I just leveled her up instantaneously. Um, and when you ascend, uh, a servant, you get a new card with their new art on it. Uh, so I gave Steven my old card and it worked just fine. So apparently you can share cards with friends, which I think is awesome. Yeah. I wish you could do that in fake. Oh, like just, Oh, uh, you don't have, you know, I don't know. You don't have Mordred um, here. Have my, you know, uh unascended level one mortar and you can start her out perfect yeah sign me up but yeah i i wish we had fake go arcade over here because i think i i could collect so much and like i w- i was doing the 
I was doing the role, like when I when I did the role, I was doing the role for Tamamo no Mai. Uh-huh. And I, I was thinking to myself, if I get Tamamo in Fate Go Arcade and I got you know, as quickly as I got Tamamo in uh in Fate Go Mobile, I, I think I think Seismic would have killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I'm kinda glad I didn't get her. <laughs> um so yeah, uh Fate Go Arcade. Uh what did you think of it, Steven? Like the the mechanics and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of similar in terms of mechanics is like Kankole Arcade, um, mm. where you've got like the joystick, you've got more movement options. Um, I I again didn't I didn't figure out the that you could select um, your types of attack until quite late because that's a touch screen screen function and I didn't realize it was a touch screen. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was it was definitely. Um, it was a lot of fun to play it. Um, it just seems like there's it's the barrier to entry is funneling the money into the gacha to start with and get the characters you actually need to progress. Yeah, I will say it's it's cheaper though because like you think about it, like a ten pool in Fate Go Mobile, like to get to it, starting from zero quartz to get enough quartz to to roll is what something like twenty five bucks, maybe a little less. Uh uh i think it's a little less because i think for 80 like 87 bucks you get like 167 quarts or 80 bucks you get 167 so that's five and a half rolls so five divided by so it's like 15 bucks for a roll 15 to 20 in uh mobile right uh, but it's like like maybe a, a little more than nine bucks in okay. uh in arcade and like you're there in Japan, like you're gonna you're, you're gonna have a bunch of hundred yen coins. So yeah, and the, the the thing about it too is you have to um, you have to get to a certain point. Like so, when every time you play a match, you get essentially like quartz dust. You know how art like it's kind of like it's kind of like getting the the daily rewards or the, yeah. the weekly rewards in Fate Go. So you build up so much quartz quartz dust, and then you can play the gotcha. But you get it pretty frequently, so it is it is nice because you have to play the game, uh, and then eventually to to eventually pay in, so that you're not just like tempted to just keep throwing money into the machine until you get what you want. <laughs> so I I don't I like the way they do it uh, a little bit better, but I understand why they do it the way they do it in in uh, the mobile game. I just wish the rates were better. So for sure. Uh, any pe- any plex please or delight works whatever uh, anyway so yeah we we pretty much just spent uh, the rest of the night uh playing fate go arcade um day 3 uh this was the day of uh day 1 of the concert which steven had tickets to uh but the three of us did not however uh in the morning we had all planned to get up and go to uh, Sunshine City in uh, Ikibukuro um, because they were having a uh, Bang Dream and Review Starlight event, like a really big one. Um, so we went there, uh, went and got tickets. Uh, After figuring much- out how to actually get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. We had no idea which entrance to go through, so like it was it was kind of a maze. Like it's a big mall. The Sunshine City is a really big mall. Um, so eventually, we figured out how to get there. Uh, we got our tickets. We got our our like little free swag bag, which is just like 
like mostly just like pamphlets and stuff like that, but like it also had a fan, uh, which was nice because Sunshine City doesn't really have an air conditioner um, because it's kind of like an open air mall kind of. And it was super duper muggy that day. <laughs> yeah, um, it plays up to its name because it feels like you're on the surface of the sun. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but they had like they had uh, different areas set up with like exhibits um, for uh, Bang Dream and for Review Starlight and uh, uh, the Bang Dream one. If you had Bang Dream JP, uh, some of the stands were set up with uh, augmented or augmented. Is it augmented reality? AR. Yeah. Is that yeah. what AI stands for? Okay, good. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So you could like you can push a little button in the game. And uh, essentially, uh, I don't know, something would happen. I have no idea. I don't have Bang Dream JP, but a lot of people had their phone open to the game and taking pictures of uh, of these stands. Um, and then uh, there wasn't anything like that for, for uh, Review Starlight. Uh, but for both, they had like uh, the... Uh, the costumes for the different girls. And that's when you realize just how short these girls really are. <laughs> uh, a lot of them were really, really small. <sighs> what else? Like we didn't, we, we couldn't really do a whole lot there because we got there kind of late-ish in the morning. Mm. Um, but we would have had to have queued super early to get there early enough to do anything. Um, they did have some like kind of fun stuff set up. Like there was a, a bank dream uh like contest like tournament block that you could sign up for and then there was uh my favorite thing uh mahiru's home run derby yeah <laughs> which, which apparently is a thing in the japanese version of the game so eventually we'll get it um but you're just playing as mahiru and you're trying to you know hit hit the ball farther than everyone else um what else I mean that that's pretty much it. We walked past the merch queue mm. and it was ridiculous how long it was. Like that had to have been longer, like probably three hours. Oh my god. It, yeah, for sure. More. I mean, do you know if there was any exclusive stuff there? I'm, I'm assuming. Oh no, for sure there yeah. was. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's no way we were getting to it. <laughs> um plus Steven had to go uh for day one of the concert. But uh but yeah, like that that day we we um we walked past that merch queue and pretty much just noped out. I mean, it, it was a cool experience to see a an event like that. It kind of like a a like, almost like a mini convention, like a one day convention for two specific shows, which I thought was really <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, also the Pokemon store is in this uh this mall, and. Apparently they were selling like some exclusive stuff because that queue was <laughs> really, really like, like I, uh, I have a nephew and I apparently accidentally got him into Pokemon. Um, he's like three. I think he's turning four this next year. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'd love to grab, you know, I'd love to grab my nephew, you know, something from the Pokemon store, you know, something like that he can say, you know, oh, this is from Japan. Like when he is old enough to know what Japan is. Um, but I looked at that queue and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I get him something at AX. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they had stuff from that new girl that everyone's talking about and drawing pictures of. 
Oh, I sincerely doubt it. That'd be <laughs> hilarious if it was already there. Uh, yeah. So, so that was day, like that was Sunshine City. It really interesting to see an event like that, and I would love to to be there for one of those. Like, like go to Japan, maybe not specifically for one of those, but like you know, with plans to wake up early and go and queue up in the merch queue and get some of the exclusive stuff. But that day, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I think that that kind of event definitely reminded me of like the Love Live anniversary event. Just mm. it was a huge amount of people spread over like a, a convention area with different exhibits and things, and then an insanely long merch queue. It's pretty much that. That's my memories from the last anniversary event that I went to. See, it makes me kind of just like jealous to to hear stuff like that, you know, because like we don't really get events like that here. Or if we do, they're in some city somewhere in the country and likely you're not going to be lucky enough to be in the same place as where that event is. Whereas in Japan, everyone is in kind of such a small area that they can make it to those types of events, which is probably why it was so packed because everyone who liked those games was there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And- I especially feel bad for for you, Jeff, because like on the East Coast, if we're getting anything Japanese, it's usually going to be in New York City, right? Like, yep. no one's no one's coming to Miami. No one's coming to I don't know, for, like the places in Virginia that I lived, or no one comes down uh, here. Period, because it's on a peninsula and you have to go so far out of the way to like. So even the good concerts and stuff don't normally come down here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so I should. Whereas, like on but. on the West Coast, we have we have more a little bit more leeway sometimes you know like big big names will come to uh, big names will come to like soccer con or you know stuff like that not just la but i mean mostly la <laughs> let's let's be real yeah uh so yeah so steven you went to day one of the concert this day yeah so i won't go too much into day one because i will have much more to talk about on day two but essentially uh when I split off from the group, uh, I had an, a bit of a, let's say, a panic on the way to the concert. So um, I left Dicky Booker Row and was like in a bit of a rush because I was like, oh, I'll try and get over to the to the concert venue a little bit before so I can settle down. Um, and then went to the station, and the station I left, I left my phone on the train platform. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I got on the while I was on the train because I had my smartwatch on as well. It disconnected from my phone, and I was like, "Oh, why is that disconnected?" Oh. Check my pockets, and there was no phone there. <laughs> um, so immediately panicked, and then went, "Oh, I need to get back to that platform as quick as possible." Um, so quick, like at the next stop, got off on that train, got on the train going back the other way, um, which was only about like ten minutes. But I was like, "Ah." Oh, it's, it's going to be gone by that point. Uh-huh. Um, and kind of got back, looked at the seat it was on, and there was there was someone else sat on the seat and no phone there. And I was like, oh, this, this is how the day goes from great to worse. Uh-huh. Um, right. Uh, so quickly phone, like there was like a little box on the platform where you press a button to ring the station, um, like the station conductor. Um, so I rang that and kind of, in broken Japanese and English, tried to explain that I'd lost my phone. Um, and then quickly someone ran down from the station and went, oh, um, come with me a minute. Took me up to the station, top of the station, and they went, oh, what color is your phone? 
And I went, oh, black. And they went, oh, well, I think we've got it here. <laughs> uh, it turns out that like the moment I left on the platform, apparently someone had handed it in. That's oh, amazing. Yeah, see, that's cool. Um, and it's, it's incredible the difference, like <laughs> just like mentally thinking, like, oh, I left my phone on a train platform in the U.S. Peace, dude. You yeah. never seen that phone? Oh yeah, Goodbye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in Japan, sure. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it was just like so casually, just like yeah, yeah, we it got handed in. Um, like, just sign this bit of um, paper that says that you've taken it, and that's it. And I was like. Yes. Oh. So crazy quickly, still. quickly gathered the breath that I'd lost for the last 10 minutes <laughs> um, and then got back on the train going towards the, the concert venue. <laughs> um, so yeah, after that panic, it was, it was like I just needed to settle down before I got to the venue. So got there and then got into a crowd of about 30,000 people. Um, <laughs> and it was... Just the part of the day, so every other day it was raining, but this part of the day, the sun was out hot and was shining down on everyone. There was no shade. Um, so everyone was just like huddled together trying to move while just the sun was just beating down on them. So I managed to find a little bit of shade under a tree and get my bandana out and kind of cover my face um, for at least the kind of half an hour hour till the gates opened um but that that day was that was rough the the heat and everyone just trying to trying to basically just find any bit of shade and creep underneath it yeah that's that's like i remember this from ax last year but uh uh i i also learned from from jordan and gary that you guys are just not really used to heat no we are not built for any type of heat um the sun comes out maybe three times over here a year um so yeah yeah and that any type of heat just we need to find shade and take cover um but yeah so then eventually survived the heat and got into the stadium um and in for day one i was sat in the stands um so I was in block B56, which was kind of like central-ish, um, just off to the side. It was actually sitting pretty much where myself and Carlos were sat in uh, third live. Um, mm. Just basically, I think it was actually the same block, just further up the block, so closer to the to the walkway that goes between the high and the low block. Um, and yeah, so basically then just enjoyed the concert for the day and it was it was chaos that concert um uh i'm I'm not gonna go too much into it but i think my highlight of day one um they played um the first year's movie kind of tie-in single um had you marry road um and all of my road sorry yes (laughs) (laughs) i love Um, that song and basically the whole crowd lost it because it's got like such a energetic beat. Yeah, it starts um, out really, really like <laughs> slow and then like it's just like really, really hype after that. Yeah. So everyone was losing it and like the first years were going around on carts on the walkway between the high and the low block in the stand. Um so I was only about four rows and I was just praying that um 
Kinchan, who's the VA for uh, Hanamaru, was going to come the side where I was on. <laughs> um, and luckily lucked out because it was both um, her and um, Ai, the VA for Ruby, both came that side. Um, and they were like four rows away. So I was, I was happy with that one. <laughs> Um, that was definitely that was definitely my highlight. Um, everyone just screaming at them as they went past. Um, but yeah, so that that was probably my highlight of day one, um, and then had to suffer the the trouble that we all have when we go to Saitama for any concert is that 30,000 <laughs> 30, people have to filter through a single exit. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there's only two or three trains every 10 minutes that leave. Um, so I'm, I basically didn't have anything else planned that evening. So I just went, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to sit, wait for everyone to push through and then get on a slow local train and actually get a seat. <laughs> um, so managed to do that. It took me about two hours to actually get back to Tokyo after that. Um, so at that point, um, I just kind of got back to Ikibukuro, um, texted the guys going, I'm back. If you want to meet up with me, I'm here. But then just went straight for a bar. Um, <laughs> and, and I literally, at this point, I was like, oh, I just want to relax. So I went into a bar and there was no seating. So I ordered a pint, downed it, and then went to the lo- lo- nearest arcade <laughs> um, to, to play some classic Jubeat um, in the arcade. Uh and then just kind of, yeah, waited for the guys to get in touch. And then when they finished what they were, were doing, kind of headed back to the hotel. Yeah. So what we were doing that day, when you left us, uh, we were pretty hungry. So uh, <laughs> we were talking about grabbing some food and we were throwing around stuff. But uh, Jordan was pretty adamant that he wanted Japanese food. <laughs> <laughs> so we walked around a few Japanese places and I agreed with him you know I, I wanted some Japanese food too but we, we walked around a couple places until Gary recommended this little joint this little like uh, ramen shop that you have to get into it's kind of like a basement um, uh, just off uh, Ikibukuro like, like the main square uh, and we went in there and I had tonkatsu ramen for the first time and it is so fucking good oh my god that, yeah tonkatsu mm-hmm. is great that might be my my very favorite now. Like that's so much better than. I mean, miso ramen's great, but it, it just tastes like salt to me. Tonkatsu's where it's at. Um, also, I had some some gyozas there, which was really really good. Um, yeah, it, this was definitely a place that like I think mostly just Japanese people know about though, because everybody in there was. <laughs> I didn't see a single <laughs> like a single uh, gaijin. Um, and then we went, uh, we decided that day that we were going to visit uh, like a really famous uh, part of the city called Asakusa. Um, and we went to the tourist center in Asakusa, uh, which is this like, several story building, yeah, kind of. It's got like out on the roof, it actually has like a little like veranda you can go out and, and look over the city. It's got a great view of um, the Tokyo Sky Tree uh, and the Sensoji Temple. Uh, I'll I'll try and post up a few pics. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll just throw a, a whole bunch of pictures on the the post for this one, so you guys can see. Um, but yeah, so 
if you follow me on Twitter, you probably already saw it. But uh, we we went up there. Uh, we got a, a a nice view of the city um, from many different directions. Got a few pictures there. Uh, then we went down and like below the 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 rooftop, there is like uh, there's a stairway down that goes into um, like a whole bunch of exhibits. And a lot of the exhibits are like of like festivals and stuff like that they have for the temple. And we decided to take a load off and go into uh, uh, what do you call it? Like this, there's this like this video room where they're showing videos and explaining the different festivals in Japanese, but there are English subtitles for visitors and stuff like that. So we were like, we just kind of wanted to get off our feet and we, we sat down, we watched a, a few of the videos and man, Sensoji Temple during festivals gets holy crap crowded from some of those videos. Um, but this, <laughs> this old guard came up and started speaking to me in Japanese about, about like, well, first he asked me, if the translation was okay, if the English was like, if I understood it. Um, and I, I said, yes, I understand it. And, you know, it, it's, it looks interesting. And he told me like, he's like, that is very Japanese. I'm like, yeah, I can tell. Like if you've ever seen a Japanese festival where they carry those really large shrines around and they're, they're wearing uh, uh, like the, you know, the, uh, the hoppy, you know, the traditional Japanese garb. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to find that in America. Of course. <laughs> That's very Japanese, but he's a really nice old man. I think he just wanted to to talk to some foreigners, but he was like, I understood most of what he was saying. So nice guy. Um, we eventually got up from there uh, and walked to Sensho Sensoji Temple, but there's this like, there's this really long pathway from uh, where we were at at the in the um, tourist center to the temple itself. Like there's a gateway, you know, like a, a a shrine gateway with this like really big lantern, um, with Japanese writing on it, uh, and you walk through that, and there's this long pathway just full of shops, like like on both sides of you there's shops, um, and uh, the the shops are mostly like um, you know like tourist stuff, uh, um, like souvenirs and stuff like you'd find anywhere else uh but um it was here that i i had um dongo for the first time Ooh, i've never had dongo i no i i've never even heard of it to be honest <laughs> uh it's it's kind of like um i don't know how to explain it like rice rice it's like a rice ball yeah, rice rice ball, rice cake type thing. Hmm. And yeah. it's either dipped in like a sauce or I had it. It was like, it was kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was brown sugar. It wasn't brown sugar. It was weird. It it tasted fine. I like the one I had, I definitely needed a drink afterwards because it was super dry, but it was, it was good. So first time having Dango at Sinsloji Temple, not bad. Um, walked all the way up to the temple uh, and it's gorgeous it's it's you know really historic and there's all kinds of really cool stuff going on there um through my uh my few yen into the thing and and you know hoped for a good next day for fifth live um but other than that um uh, we pretty much just got pictures of central temple and went back to uh, uh went back to akihabara because that's where we spend most of our time uh so 
when we went back to Akihabara this time, uh, Stephen was still at the concert, so we um, uh, we decided to to go to the Love Live Sunshine uh, collaboration cafe at the the Sega Arcade, and this time we got in, uh, and it was you know the three of us, and <laughs> between the three of us, the amount we ordered, we almost completed the. The coaster set, I think. I, I wrote that one that we completed it, but thinking back on it. Um, what do you call it? Uh, th- thinking back on it, we, we we missed two? Sorry, I was thinking about it. Like I think we missed two. So um, we got all of the... like Because, <laughs> again, it, if you haven't listened to a, our previous Japan trip things, these cafes have gotcha coasters. So you order a drink, they put a coaster down, face down on your table, and you turn it over, and it'll either have the girl you want or not. Um, and they have like the non-gotcha ones. Like if you order a meal, you get a co- like a giant coaster with all the girls on it. Uh, and if you order a parfait, uh, depending on the parfait you order, you get like a coaster with like a year group on it. So I ordered the parfait with the the first years on it. Um, but between all of us, we got all of the gotcha ones. Um, wow! But, uh, yeah, it, it's impressive because uh, what was it was it you, Stephen, who you said that um, there was one time where you got like nothing but dia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was one time where I I think I got seven dias. Oh, oh my! God. Um, so <laughs> sounds great I was losing to me. the will to live on that one. <laughs> 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 it's, you don't, you don't have a huge amount of trading power with nine dias. Yeah. So, because um, I'd also got two two dyers the day before from the same cafe. So, <laughs> I just I just imagine every time you turn it over and it's Daya, she's just going boo boo. It's like trying to keep you <laughs> keep you from the other girls. <laughs> even even the waitress was feeling sorry for me at that point. <laughs> she she was like, oh sorry, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I I uh, uh I was happy because my first draw this time I got Yoshiko. Uh, and I was like, but, but yeah, it was it was incredible. Between the three of us, we we completed all the gotcha ones. So if it's uh, a if I, it's a gotcha coaster, I would assume you you don't want to put your drink on that coaster at that point. No, no, no. there. Like I I actually have like they actually have a a coaster. Um, how would you say it? Folder. Folder. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like you know, like the folders you have for like collecting cards for like trading yeah, card games. Sure, but it's for it's for coasters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking through right now. The ones I got it's like oversized were, Pogs. You remember Pogs? Oh god, they are pretty much. Oh, they're, they're pretty yeah. much just flimsier oversized Pogs. <laughs> um, what do you call it? I have I got Yoshiko, Ruby, Kanon, and the Kanon one is actually really cute. Uh, Daya and Mari. Um, and then, uh, and then I got the first year, uh, parfait one, but, uh, <laughs> this was the day that, um, I cut out of my back. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, this was the day that, uh, uh, Jordan decided to have a bunch of drinks at that cafe <laughs> He had a full meal, like, and the meal that we had was uh, mapu tofu. So I, I was happy for that because a, it's a spicier dish, so awesome. Not like terribly spicy, but you know, spicier than 
normal Japanese food. Like compared <laughs> to the curry you had that one time. Oh, way less spicy. A million okay. times less spicy. Uh, but uh, yeah, mapo tofu is also a thing in in like fate, uh, like in the fate universe. So I was like, I was like, ah, two two franchises with one stone. But yeah, so so he had he had drinks, he had mapu mapu tofu, and then he had two parfaits. He was pretty much done by the end. <laughs> That's why we didn't we didn't really meet up was because I think I think well I think all of us were pretty much done, but 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 Jordan especially, <laughs> I I think he regretted that one. Um, and this day, uh, uh, at, like because we're in the same arcade, uh, they went down and played Sif arcade and i went down and played Concole arcade uh where i struggled to beat 2-1 for the longest time and then the game gave me akagi and it was a game changer <laughs> akagi rules she's so good that's kind of how it is in early Concole. like you kind of struggle and then you finally get your first carrier or battleship destroys the- yeah yeah i still yeah, don't have a battleship in Concole second. arcade oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i just have cas um, oh, I also do get like this. Uh, this day I got uh, oi, but, but o- the oi I got was um, uh, like a, a, I guess a foil card, a shiny card, a sparkly Ooh. card, whatever you call it. So the sparkly ones come out and like so the card I have, she's in her damaged form. Uh-huh. Um, but when they're when they're like that, when they're the sparkly version or whatever, uh, they cut in more in the game, which is nice. So. Um, yeah, I played that until closing. Like the guys had to come down and get me because they're like, "Hey, this arcade is closing in like five minutes. We need to go." <laughs> uh, and from there, like we thought about going somewhere else, but it it was pretty much agreed that we were gonna try and get up and and go somewhere else the next day. Uh, so we dipped out, and that's when I I I got to the hotel before Steven, but we met up and just watched Japanese TV until he passed out. This Japanese um, TV is wild. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really even get into the like. I'm not even sure if it was this day or the next day that we woke up and we watched one of those morning news shows where a woman, a an older woman, was dressed in full, like a full cheetah suit with like face paint, like face cheetah face paint on, and then a a white guy, like on the same show, a white guy read the news to us uh, while doing yoga positions, and it's, there was no acknowledgement that any of this was weird. Yeah, no, 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 it was, whew, yeah, Japanese TV sometimes really throws <laughs> you for a loop. Uh, so, uh, day three, yeah, day three, we we woke up, and we'd all decided the night before that we were going to go to the Kanda Shrine. Uh, again, this is the shrine where uh, Muse, you know, usually trained, it's the shrine where Aquars went uh, to you know, pray for success in their, their first outing when they, which apparently didn't work because they got zero votes. Uh, but they went back and, you know, apparently that, that prayer was better. Um, so yeah, uh, fit, we, we went there, visited the Condor shrine and, um, really awesome thing. If, if you, you guys listening, remember, uh, fourth live, when I was at the Condor shrine, I got to see a, traditional japanese wedding like but mm-hmm. all i saw was the wedding party like they were taking photos and like i said the photographers do it really well that they they set it up in a way that you can't see the people because they're not going to close down the shrine of course the shrine's going to pocket 
you know, as much money as they can. So they get the money from the wedding and then they get the money from all of us, you know, throwing our money into the box and, and praying for a good life. Um, but this time around, like we saw what wedding was wrapping up. We saw the, the bride and groom were, were, you know, walking off. And as we were going up to, you know, to throw our money in the box, um, we actually got to see a procession. So they, they walked from this, I don't know, what is that building, Stephen? Is that like where the head priest is? Yeah, it's kind of like um, like a reception room I, like for the temple, really. Mm. Yeah, so so we watched them walk out, and it's the, the bride and groom and their family. But in front of them were these, I, I want to say priests, and they were playing these instruments that, I guess the only way I can describe it, because I'm not a musical person, I'm really sorry, I mean, I'm not a... I don't have a lot of really good music adjectives on me right now, but it sounded really Japanese. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the best I got. Um, it was it was beautiful though. It was it was like a really really gorgeous procession. And like where we were standing, uh, we were standing in front of the uh, you know the offering box, uh, and there was a red like a literal red carpet uh, going like on the right of us, going from uh the front of the temple to the inside and they walked along this red carpet uh up into the um uh into the 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 temple itself i've you know i've never actually been inside and the bride and groom side both sat opposite of each other facing each other and the bride and groom sat in the middle facing each other it was really interesting i'd never seen that part of a japanese wedding so um awesome to see it I kind of feel bad for them for you know all the all the uh the tourists that were there. <laughs> uh but I mean I guess they knew what they were getting into. At least I hope they knew what they were getting into. Um also one thing of note uh at the Kanda Shrine, apparently they've been doing really 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 well for themselves because <laughs> in this in this area that used to have just nothing there, uh they're building an, a tourist center, which is I think is awesome. Um Kind of like the the one at uh, uh, in front of the Sensoji Temple that we went to the day before. <laughs> so if you're if you're going there in the future, uh, definitely look out for it because uh, I'm excited to see what they put in there. Probably like a lot of informational stuff for for foreign tourists and stuff like that, which would be really cool. Um, uh, I also picked up you know some more charms and stuff like that there this time around. So. Uh, yeah, that was the Kanda Shrine. I don't think we did anything else there. No, no, we didn't. We kind of had other things to get to at that point. <laughs> oh well, uh, before that, we did actually, uh, we did actually go to Mister Donut. And for those of you out there who are Monogatari fans, I was very, very excited to go to Mister Donut. Uh, <laughs> I had been there. I'd been outside of it before, but I never actually stopped inside. But yeah, I went inside, had Mister Donut. Shinobu would be proud. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, after that, we did have things to get to, uh, we decided to go to fifth live. Uh, we kind of split up here, but not for very long, uh, cause Gary had to drop some stuff off at his hotel uh, and Jordan and I wanted to get to the merch queue. Uh, and we got there, there was almost nobody in the merch queue, but that's because most of the stuff was sold out. So, uh, I picked up some stuff, um, uh, mostly souvenirs for other people. <laughs> Unfortunately, like somebody asked me for a keyblade, they were completely sold out. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, 
which sucked too, but because I, I also wanted to get another one, but what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so uh, then we, we <laughs> this day we decided to queue up for the, the flower stands, um, which I will drop the uh, Imgur links for. Um, I posted all of them, all the flower stands uh, that I took pictures of. Um, I'll, I'll post those in the uh, in the post for this one. Um, but that queue took way too long. Like we were there for at least an hour, right? Yeah, definitely a, an hour at the very least. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> <sighs> But it was worth it because some of those were really elaborate, and I always love seeing. Mm. I always love seeing the the flower stands for for Love Live. It, it's impressive to me how much more they like because Third Live, there weren't really that many. It doesn't feel like, but no, there was like there was just a single row for yeah. uh, Third Live. You could walk through it like really quickly for Third Live. Fourth Live, they had they had so many that they couldn't even put them. You know. Like they they had to stack some behind others, which pissed me off. And this time they had to make like a like a like a um, I almost said serpentine pattern. They had to make like <laughs> a like a like you know a winding road of of uh, flower stands, which was awesome, but also very time consuming to get through. Um, and then after by the time we were done with that, the doors had already opened, and we had to get in. You know, Fortunately for us this time, because it was raining, and because apparently first day it took people so long to get in and it was hot, I guess the bag check, like, they really, really relaxed on it, because mm. we were in really quickly. Yeah. Uh, so we, we got in, got our seats, and this time we had arena seats, uh, which was really nice. So we were actually on the floor. We actually, I actually got to, you know... Well, Steven and I actually got to walk on uh, uh, the the baseball field proper of of uh, MetLife, uh, the MetLife Dome. Uh, we were, what do you say, like two sections back from the absolute front? Yeah, t- two sections back, just smack bang in front of the pitcher's bound. Yeah, yeah, we are actually, if 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 the Blu-rays come out, I we could find ourselves really easily because we were literally right in front of the pitcher's mound, uh, um, and they had that blocked off because they weren't going to put seats on it. <laughs> um, oh come on! <laughs> just one person up there, <laughs> like the guy who paid the most for yeah. his tickets, uh-huh. gets to be on the pitcher's mound um, with a spotlight on him. <laughs> <laughs> but the like we were like dead center uh, of the arena. We could see the main stage, like the oh they. The, the stage that juts out, we could see that pretty well. Mm. Um, and then uh, the concert starts. And um, I'll let you take it away, Stephen. Go ahead and go over the set list. Okay. <laughs> at, at least as much as you can, but then I'll take over. Um, so, yeah, it kind of... Um, it, was, it, was, it was a strange start to a, um, to a live, to be honest, because... Um, like normally, there's like a build up and a build up to like introduce all the girls. Where like it played quite relaxing music yeah. as it introduced as it introduced each of the girls. It was kind of like very relaxing, kind of like um, very kind of. There was nothing to get the crowd up and going at that point. They was kind of like 
trying to get themselves up and going. Um, and then they jumped straight into um, Bokurano uh, Hashi. Hashitakita Michiwa, which is the, that's the OP for season two? Yeah. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. Jumped straight into that one, uh, and then the live was off. Um, and then kind of straight after that one, they jumped into one which is always, always certain to get the crowd on their feet and um, kind of tired from song two. They sang um, "Thrilling One Way," um, yeah, which, which is great. Yeah, it blow it blows the like the roof off any of any arena because everyone just goes for it. Um, oh no 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 no! Sorry, backtrack here. The so the first song they played, uh, Michi, is uh, from the movie. So it yes, it's the OP yeah, yeah. for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did eventually play the OP for for what do you call it? Uh, for for. Uh, second season but yeah uh, please keep going yeah thrilling yes. one way was was that is like if you haven't heard that song like listen to it that is a song to get like the crowd moving holy shit yeah like that that one was yeah definitely and, and anchan was into it on that one yeah she was going was for awesome. it <laughs> yes i loved it and then and then we hit um the op for for season two um, uh, I was already jumping on season one. Season one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am still jet lagged, <laughs> as you can probably tell. Yeah, um, they, they, did, they did that one, and and they were in the costumes for um for the movie for for yes. Bokuramichi. And then jumping into the, to the first um, MC, so all the introductions, all of the call outs. Oh, I still um, love doing those. Yeah. Um, and then they oh, yes. kind of kind of surprised everyone with the kind of like the choice of the songs here. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, so next in, um, they, so they, after this, they basically came out with the same outfits, but with black jackets on, with like glitter, like black and silver jackets, um, and went straight into Sky Journey, <laughs> my second favorite song, <laughs> oh, which I love is Sky an Journey awesome so song. Yes. Um, and then, so after I went to day one, there was one song on the set list that kind of shocked everyone. Um, and I was super stoked, um, for Carlos to see it in day two. Um, yeah, <laughs> because there's a video on the internet of a performance of it, um, at a Halloween event. Um, and that's it. That most people have seen, but that is it. The performance oh, wait, no, no, of this. They, didn't they play it in second live as well? I think they did. Yeah, um, yeah. But like the performance on the the Halloween one was like incredible. Yes. Um and so that one is uh, Daydream Warrior. My number one favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> I was so um, happy. Yeah, man. You got lucky. <laughs> that blew the roof off. Yeah. Um like the breakdown in that song um with uh Aikan uh Shuka um and I think it's is it Suwawa? Is it Suwawa? Well, no, 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 it's um <laughs> oh, I can't Rika. remember who it is. <laughs> is that Rika? Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> my my mind's melting. 
Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I don't remember who the third I is. I don't know. Re- Honest, honestly, that whole song, my eyes were just kind of glued to Icon because I had, I had, oh, like, yeah. like where we were sitting, and I could see pretty much over everyone else, which was nice. Um, I, I could, I had a dead set view of of Icon the whole time, and she's great that whole song. And again, the breakdown of that like when they actually let them kind of you know bust out their kind of their dancing chops the, the especially icon and shuka who are you know that's their background yeah it's awesome it's my one of my favorite songs uh to watch and if you get the chance look it up on youtube because it the that halloween performance is still up and it's still amazing that's yeah, pretty I'm much what we're right now yeah uh, <laughs> um so yeah Day- daydream war i was like the rest of this, um, the set list, we'll, we'll get into it. Like, it was, it, it was kind of mind blowing how, how they, how, how good it was. Like, normally there are more breaks and stuff like that, but this one, it just kept going, kind of like on that, on that level of hype. Um, so was next up. Uh, we had an intermission. Uh, what, what, which intermission was this? Uh, that one. Oh, this was the one where they were trying to decide who Mari wanted to marry. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, and apparently Mari wants to marry Ruby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so they cracked out the intermission videos again. It was like in the same similar style as um, Third Live. Yeah, um, like like so, Hanum- like Zura Zura Murray Lion, yes. Um, and yeah, uh, as as was the the case in Third Life, they were mental, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> like, what do you call it? Then, like, Kanan had like had a gun for whatever reason at the start of it <laughs> what yeah they, they were they had like weapon like uh hanamaru yeah. had like samurai gear and um uh yohane was dressed like the the phantom of the opera and i guess they were fighting over mari's hand and mari just kind of decided she wanted ruby so hanamaru and and yohane turned on ruby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then like partway through, Hanamaru was stabbing um, Yohane with the spear, and then threw the spear at her. What? Um, and then yeah, they turned on Ruby, and then Hanamaru threw another spear, and they turned into a comet. Yeah, um, it's, it's so fucking bonkers. It's it's like some fever dream. <laughs> And Mari's always like a tie, like they. She never has like one of the little, like the little face characters. She's always like a tied up, like really silly looking character. I don't know. It's weird. It, it's super weird, but it's it's always worth watching. <sighs> what was Daya yeah, doing yeah, so through all this while one. Ruby was being turned on? Say what? What was Daya doing through all this while Ruby was being turned on? <laughs> was she more in the second one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Dio was more in the second one. Um, so from the second intermission, um, we got uh, the third years came out uh, in their outfits from the movie. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, uh, I'm gonna kind of spoil the fact that the third years have a their own song. Uh, it's called uh, Toso Meso uh, Mobius Loop. 
um, which is fantastic. Um, and then they immediately jump for that from that into a um, like a cart, you know, the cart that takes them around the ar- arena that looked like a car um, because the next song was uh, uh, Yosoku uh, Funko Driving, which is um, off of a CD that you got if you ordered through. Oh, hell, was it Seven Eleven? It was Seven Seven Net. Yeah, Seven Net. Right, right. Because I, I had to order this through through proxy. Um, yeah, same. But uh, it's a fun song. Um, then the second years came out in uh, their like checkered dresses uh, and um, umbrellas because the next song was Marine Border Parasol, which is from the same uh, Seven Net uh, CDs. And then the the first years came out and did Hajimari Road, which is again just a crazy fun song uh, because of of how like it starts off slow and then it just immediately jumps into really like fast paced music. Um, and then we got a second intermission, which I'm not sure if this is the one we got a video on. I think this was just a shorter intermission. I think this is a short one, yeah. And then we got uh, Hop Stop Nonstop, which is from the movie as well. Uh, if you watch the previews for the movie, this is the one where they're in Italy on the Spanish steps, uh, singing, <coughs> um, and they had different, different outfits for this one. I, I think they just didn't want to put them in actual, cause like in the, in the, in the movie they're singing in, in just like their Italian clothes, the clothes that they have while they're in Italy. Um, but in this one, they had they all had like matching outfits. Uh, and then intermission three, where we got the, the, um, the second uh, video, uh, help me out. What was this one about again? Uh, I honestly can't remember as well, this one. No, my brain is mush at the moment. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sorry, guys. Hopefully they play it for, for us at AX because uh, <laughs> that would be nice. And hopefully they play it this time with, uh, with um, subtitles because... Uh, as much as it's kind of easy to understand these, um, you know, just by the actions they're taking, it, yeah, my, it, it, it's hard to remember. Hearing you, you guys really. explain just com- the, the complete ridiculousness of them, I, I definitely want to see it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so after intermission three, I finally got to see Happy Party Train live. Oh, nice jealous yeah it was awesome uh, they actually came out in the happy party train uh outfits um i think Suwawa did a really really good job this time around with happy party mm. train i know i know it's harder for her usually um to hit those notes uh so yeah happy party train and then my list to you which was a surprise um because my list to you is off of I don't remember what CD that's off of. It's like a B-side, though. It might be off of Happy Party Train. I don't remember. Um, I think it's off one of the ending CDs. Oh, okay. Well, then it's definitely not the one with... Uh... Oh, yeah, okay. Um... And then we and then we got the 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 OP to the second season, Mirai no Bokura wa Shitero yo. See, see the the Bokura threw me for a loop. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, and then and then we got Saint Snow, which Ooh. they were fucking outstanding. Now, yeah. I won't give away too much. So that so the first thing they came out and they played self control. So if you watch the first season of of the anime, you know self control. It's an amazing song, and their dance for it is awesome. It's so cool. I but, love their costumes too. Well, see, the costumes that they came out with are the costumes from the movie, which are fucking fantastic. And they played their movie song, which is just the best. Their movie song is called Believe Again. And like the the pop they got in the arena, like the the the, the crowd cheer for, for the song just starting was deafening. Like <laughs> it it's a great fucking song. Um I think if there's any illustration of about why Saints Now are now being merged into the main like Love Live group of groups, yeah. I think that that um, two performances is definitely the indicator of why that is because people just like people people lost it. They would lose it. Yeah, yeah. But and like this is for other people to to judge um, when they see the movie. But I think Stephen and I are in agreement here that it's a good thing Saint Snow failed in season two because had they not and had they come in uh, to love like to the Love Live finals with Believe Again, there's a good chance they would have won. Yeah, <laughs> because Water Blue New World was fantastic, but Believe Again might be better. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I look forward to that. Hopefully we get the movie X. Please, please, please premiere the movie. I, we haven't heard an announcement for it, so I don't think we're getting it, but I'm so sad. Uh, like, because like, it's it, like, I'll probably get my pre-order from Japan before I see it, like here in the States. Um, and then uh, all the girls came out uh, and they sang uh, Over the Next Rainbow, which is... Um, it's it's not that's not the end song for the movie, is it? Um, because I think they end with the the performance song. They, I think yeah. they end with next sparkling in the movie. I yeah, don't, I'm not yeah. sure. Over I, the I think I think over the next rainbow is. It, I don't think it appears in the movie. No, I don't think so either. It might be like a B side. Um. So yeah, I mean, fun song, and then we got an MC with the. Uh, with Saint Aqua Snow and and you know the Saint Snow, Snow Girls, they have their own call and responses, um, and they did them and it was great. Uh, then they left and we got uh, Jump Up High, which is a fun song. Yep, first ever time here in full length. Yep. So, uh, and then uh, that was supposed to be the end of the song, but come on, everyone knows that at an Aquas concert there is always an encore. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, they so this came... this 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 was a different type of encore because this one was shocking. The songs they did, yeah. Well, I mean they and they it came was... out in, they came out in different um different costumes, which is not usual. Yeah. So, but yeah, so like um, they they even uh... like with, normally with an encore they come out as a full group and perform a couple of songs, but this time they came out in subgroups. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in the sub in the subunits and performed the so the songs they performed um, don't really have official releases. 
Uh, they were all pre-order bonuses for all of the Blu-rays from specific retailers in Japan. Yeah, they're they're oh. the ones that most people don't actually own because screw that. Like, yeah, you, you, essentially, what you what you would have to do is you would have to buy the like a whole season three times over from three different retailers. Yeah, they're the ones that in second-hand shops in Japan they sell for silly amounts of money. Yeah, so. Uh, let's just see. Say I found them somewhere on the internet, and no one was <laughs> no one was looking at the time. And yeah, this is just, that's not going to happen. Um, so so yeah, uh, they they played those, which um, was really super surprising. Um, the those songs are Satsugyo uh, Desne, uh, Guilty Farewell Party, and uh, Sakura Bye Bye. And they rounded out the uh, the whole thing with uh, Next Sparkling, which is the song at the end of the movie, which I have had stuck in my head for the mm. last week. And because yep. I love that song, it's a really good song. Um, uh, it's No Bokutachi, and I hope it never becomes Bokutachi because that song's sad <laughs> for me now. But it's still it's still really really good. Um, yeah, and, and so that was the end of the concert. We like people tried to get them to come out again, like at Fourth Live, and that just wasn't going to happen. They shut us down. They just switched the lights on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, nope, nope, no more of that shit. Um, and the, the, oh, uh, so we didn't even get into this. So after, like, to to do the encore, um, everybody in the arena did the Aquas Rainbow, which was pretty cool because it was, you know, it was a it was a ton more people doing like like a rainbow all around the the stadium but i have to admit i have a little bit of of you know pride over the fact that america was the first one to do it <laughs> so i was like it looked good though it looked gorgeous and we kept yeah. like they like they kept the rainbow through the entire encore like all the songs um so that was pretty cool too um yeah so large awkward rainbow good good job america trend centers uh <laughs> have you guys heard what the uh you know what what they're trying to put together for this time at ax i i last i heard they were making pamphlets okay i imagine it's going to be the same we'll see cool it'll be interesting to see how that works with a standing pit yeah yeah i don't, I don't think well i mean they, they, they did it with um they did it in Korea. They did. So. I think that was all the sign seating as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm hoping against hope that they, they change that last minute. Mm. And it's not a standing pit. I haven't really seen anything that, to indicate one way or the other. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. So that was the end of the concert. And, and they let people go by which, where they were seated. And every time a new seating group was uh, allowed to leave, the entire audience cheered. Uh, <laughs> kind of like thanking, you know, thanking them for participating in the rainbow. It was actually really cool. Cool. Um, and we were one of the last groups to leave. Oh, damn. Uh, nah, not really. I think there was still like a quarter of the audience yeah. left by the time we left. But we... <laughs> We pushed our way through, uh, met up with uh, Jordan and Gary, who were seated in the in the arena too, but they were in different areas and in different areas, so they got out before we did, and they tried to wait for us by some area, but we were kind of caught up in a mass of humanity, 
and like we had nowhere to go but forward so we were kind of pushed forward through the train gate where we waited for them uh and then we we caught an express train but it wasn't leaving for 40 minutes so we stood on, in a packed train for 40 minutes waiting for it to leave <laughs> and then the train took what like a god like an hour maybe maybe oh, less yeah easily why yeah. would a train with that you know knowing a concert ended when it did why would it wait there for 40 minutes well there's only one track out mm. so, and there's mm. there's four there's four there's four tracks or there's four there's four stops in the station but this is an uh, an arena station so there's only one track out so they had to let one train out at a time and give time for the next train to go Ugh. yeah yeah it was uh it was it was a, a tight fit for a little while um and i think ikibukuro was the last stop and most yeah. people were most people were getting off on that last stop and even if they weren't getting off on that last stop at some of the other stops we were gaining people so <laughs> it was oh that train <laughs> that train gives me nightmares seriously stop holding concerts in saitama i know I, or at least the metlife dome it's such a good stadium, though. It's such a good stadium. I love that stadium. <laughs> I just, I like, if you're going to hold concerts there or more concerts there, for God's sake, build more track. Yes. <laughs> There's so much area around Saitama. I don't care taking the long way around. <laughs> so long as I have a seat on the damn train. Or at least, at least if I'm standing, I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not immediately teaching, touching the, like, the five people around me. God, yeah, that that train is is something else. It it was it was better than the last one though. The third live was probably the worst train I've ever been on. Um, and that was a local train too. Yeah, that was rough last time. Yeah, so slightly better. Still the train from hell. Uh, we split up with Jordan because I think Jordan just kind of wanted to rest. Uh, but uh, Stephen, you, Gary, and I went to uh, Anomi Hodai. Yeah, so um, as I was saying earlier, I met up with the guys at the airport and the guy that we met there, um, he was setting up, like prior to all this, he was setting up um, a, kind of a, a after-concert off-kai, um, kind of like a meetup of a bunch of people who speak on Twitter and Discord um, and meet up in real life after the concert for, yeah, a bunch of food and drink. Um, and kind of asked if we wanted to come along. So I agreed. We didn't have anything to do after the concert. Um, and yeah, it was kind of carnage. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. It was so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was It was like our table was the, the international table there. Um, so there were us Brits. There was Carlos the American there. There's um, a, a, a few Italians who were there. There's a guy from Indonesia, a guy from Korea. Yeah. Um it was yeah, it was such a an interesting night. <laughs> so and for for those who don't know like the, the Nome Hodai that we were at, it was one of those things where it had cubbies for your shoes. So you walked into the restaurant with your shoes on, you walked to your table, there was a cubby for your shoes, you took your shoes off and you stepped onto this raised platform that was cushioned. And then where your table was, there was like a like a, a place for your feet to go obviously. Like there was an area underneath the table that was uh, like so, you weren't kneeling at the table, yeah. But your your feet just kind of went under it, um, and 
we we got there. There there wasn't really any food or drink yet. We we ordered our drinks. They brought out some salad. I'm like, this is nice, you know, a nice little little dinner. Uh, no, they bring out a fuck ton of food because apparently they ordered so so much food. Um, I mean, before we get into like what happened there, like the food that came out. So it was salad. Then they brought us karaage and fries, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, there was uh, kimchi. Um, there was. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. But the only thing I can think of now is like they actually brought out sukiyaki, like two big things of sukiyaki. Yeah. And then when the sukiyaki was done, they brought us like freeze dried ramen <laughs> to throw in the rest of the broth. Ugh. There was more stuff I just can't remember. Oh, uh, uh, yakiniku and yakitori. Yep. So grilled, grilled, you know, uh, um, like beef skewers and chicken skewers yeah just way too much food just, and, yeah. then, and then on top of that just drinks yeah it kept coming so did you guys have like a private room like i'm trying to think of those no, it, okay, no. So this, like so the so the the platform is multiple tables like so we were on one table and there were there were two rows of tables and at least let me think one two four six eight maybe eight eight tables total and there were tables not on a platform like regular like set down tables below us pretty much all love life fans Damn. Uh, from the concert um and i'd heard rumors that japanese people <laughs> kind of let loose a little bit after a few drinks that does not at all describe it especially after a concert there were a lot of compies you know cheers <laughs> um and from our table too because we decided that we had to get involved in that and so we were doing stuff like um, the first compi we did, we all kind of, you know, raised our glasses and, and did like went shiny, you know, as like like Mari, as, as <sighs> high pitched as we could. And after we did it and we drank, like the entire restaurant erupted into applause. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and then like other other groups were doing stuff like that. And another group did like like they got UOs like the light sticks and they banged them on the table, threw them in their drinks and did a cheers. So we did the fucking same thing, except we did the, <laughs> you know, we did the zero karaiche, uh, aqua, sun, shine. And like we did that with the light sticks. <laughs> that, like there's a picture on my Twitter of. Um, <laughs> Of a beer with the light stick in it because and some guy came over. He's like, yeah, it's not good for you to leave those in there for too long. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably not a good idea, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, we drank a lot, a lot, a lot that uh, I mean, not not as much as uh, the next night. But yeah, um, uh, and the, the Japanese people came over and were constantly talking to us in broken English about like, you know, who our best girl was. Uh, what we thought of the concert, what we think of Japan, like all this kind of stuff. Uh, real nice people, but yeah, very, yeah. very different from the Japanese people on the street. So, so <laughs> oh God, the guy from um, Indonesia—I don't remember what his name was—but uh, he he was dressed up as Uchichi. He had like a, he had like, he had like he an always Uchichi. dresses up as Uchichi every live. It was great. <laughs> Uh, but all the Japanese people wanted a picture with the guy dressed up as a Chi-Chi, so like je- they were coming by our table like constantly. Um, yeah, yeah, real, re- very different from my usual Japanese experience. Um, <laughs> because yeah, like just it was oh, it was just 
one table would do, you know, something awkward and then Kampa and then like everybody would erupt into cheers and And then and then the staff would come over and go quietly quiet down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. John she's gonna, she's gonna Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, and towards the end of the night, people were just yelling like stuff like Shuka Psycho, and then everyone would, and everyone in the bar would just be like Psycho, Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was that fun. Awesome. Um, so I definitely recommend a Nomi Hold Night. <laughs> like you probably won't get that level because you're not going to get like a post live type thing, but. Japanese people after a few drinks uh, they're more open to foreigners like a million and if they know any kind of English they're going to try and use it on you so <laughs> well it sounds so to me like good. we need to find um, something and do something like that after the lives at uh, AX too uh, uh, American bars are <laughs> yeah you know what honestly we got to find out if there's any like if there's going to be like a love live meetup at a bar afterwards that'd be nice yeah uh yeah so after that, like after that, uh, your your buddies went to karaoke. Yeah, so there was there was about three of the group. Uh, the one guy who invited me um, and uh, two of the others. Yeah, they went off to karaoke till five thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> that, and they was... they all they also had the same plan as us to basically catch the train the next day and go elsewhere. Yeah. And they did, which is the craziest shit. And they got there before us. Yeah, no, they're 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 insane. I I could never. Um, <laughs> so we we went to bed. Uh, got up the next day. I felt fine. I I don't think we drank that that much. Like no, got got a nice buzz. Not drunk. Um, woke up the next day, and this is the day we were going to go to Numazu, which fans of Love Live will know uh, is the city where most of the show takes place. Well, one of the cities, excuse me, one of the cities. Um, we uh, eventually got there. Uh, we had planned to to take the slow train, and we did, because um, there, there's two ways you can get there, by Shinkansen, uh, the bullet train, or by um, like a slower train. Um, and we, we had planned to stop at all the Love Live stops on the train there, uh, unfortunately, we we kind of left a little late, and it was also pissing rain, so we really kind of didn't want to stop at any of the stops, um, which is unfortunate because we did in this trip. We entirely missed the uh, the beach, you know, the the beach where Muse decides they're gonna they're gonna end, and the beach where Aquas kind of finds himself. Um, I, I'm kind of hoping that beach is in the next anime if the PDP girls can. Mm. Um, anyway. So uh, we get to Numazu. We all checked into our hotels because uh, we all had different hotels. I mean, Stephen, you and I were were in the the Riverside, but uh, Gary and and Jordan they had, were uh, over the other side of the station. Yeah, which isn't terribly far. I mean, Numazu is no. pretty small. Um, so yeah, we 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 got uh, we all got checked into our hotels, uh, got back together, um, and. We went to to gamers uh, and bought we we uh, each bought a stamp book because there's like a you you walk around like the the different places in uh, Numazu and just kind of like as a kind of like as a memento to show that you were there. There's like different stamps in different places, um, like 
off the top of my head in Numazu Station, there's one with Yo on it. In outside of this restaurant called Grandma's, there's one uh, with Icon on it. I don't uh, know yeah, with Icon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in gamers, there's one with Icon on it. Or okay, Johanne. Okay. Johanne. I, I keep so I keep confusing the voice actresses with the characters. Oh no, Carly! <laughs> especially, especially Icon and Johanne. Especially Icon and Johanne. They are the same person. They are the same person. I think it's melting my brain, though. <laughs> Love Live is is literally melting my brain. Um, so we walked around to get stamps and and buy merch, and actually met up with the guy I met up with uh, last time I was in. Uh, so I would say what's up to him over the cast, but I sincerely doubt he listens because his English isn't the best. Um, nice guy, though. Now he's offended. Now he's offended. <laughs> um. So, oh, okay. So uh, this day too, like towards the, as the evening was coming on, our plan when we got to, to Numazu this day, we were going to go to Uchiura. I'm glad we didn't, and we'll get into that in the next day. But uh, we ended up deciding uh, to just kind of hang out in Numazu. And this day we went to the, the Sun Sun Sunshine Cafe, um, which is just out of the, uh, outside the station. And uh, uh, this is... It's essentially like the collab cafe. You order drinks that are themed off the girls. You order food that's themed off the show. And you get gotcha coasters. Uh, so, so I ordered a drink and got the coasters. And as I was handing out the coasters, I spilt the, the Johanna drink just all over myself, which was which was a lot of fun. I felt. <laughs> but the thing is, is... Another kind of like thing about Japanese culture, like, um, so before I spilt anything, like this guy came over to our table, Japanese guy, like a a younger cat too. Um, and just kind of wanted to talk to us about, about love live and and wanted to get a picture with us. Um, which was, I I think it was just like, he wanted to be like, Hey, look at how international, you know, my favorite show is, um, real nice guy. And and his, I think he was there with his, what looked like his mom, maybe his aunt or something. Um, Mm. But uh, when I spilt all over myself, the, that lady, his mom or, you know, aunt or whatever, uh, came over and was helping me out, helping me clean the table. She gave me napkins for my pants. <laughs> like, in America, people would just be like, hey, like when somebody spilled something. <laughs> Look at that idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys were saying in England it, it was <laughs> something similar. Yeah, it would be exactly the same. <laughs> So what was in this uh, uh, this drink? I mean, you spilled this drink on yourself. Was it a, like a sugary drink? Were you all sticky it, after it that? Was. Oh, no, I, I no. was. It honestly wasn't. It dried and like, yeah, I had a stain on, on my pants, but it wasn't like, it wasn't terribly noticeable. So well, I mean, I, I, it dried pretty quickly too. So I, I, w- I felt like an idiot, but I didn't feel like an idiot for too long. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, we ordered some food. Uh, uh, Steven, you got pizza that was multi <laughs> Yes, it was rainbow colored, <laughs> which looked terrifying as a food. Yeah, um, um, obviously we used food coloring, but the blue cheese was yeah, uh, bright a blue, off. green, yellow cheese. Well, and, yellow obviously. And how cheese. did how did this taste? <laughs> uh, it tasted like cheese. Okay. Um, it tasted just like a cheese pizza, um, but let's say it didn't look hugely appetizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I I got the lasagna for for Mari's thing. Like they had a, a promotion for Mari's birthday where it was like mostly like Italian food and stuff like that. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, 
I think I yeah, I got a parfait as well. And oh yeah, our gotcha luck. Our gotcha luck this time oh. around. So for the drink, for the drink I got I got Daya, which I'm okay with. Um but for the parfait, we all got the year group that we liked the best. So me and Steven got the first year group, and Jordan got the second year group because he's a big Yo fan. <laughs> um, and then also which, for the for the sing for the single coasters, I pulled a Yo, and Jordan, oh, and Jordan. pulled a Hanamaru. <laughs> so yeah, just, that was the quickest swap in history. Um, but uh, this was also the day that like um, so w- while we were eating kind of our parfaits uh this i think uh, this american uh cat came over and we were talking uh i guess his parents are from hong kong but he's you know born in the states and we were talking about the live and all this stuff and uh you know all of a sudden this japanese guy that had been eating with this american guy uh came over and he introduced himself as ryu ozawa and i knew who this guy was i just didn't recognize him this is the isidu councilman for Numazu City, and he's the kind of like I want to say the official chancellor for Love Live Sunshine in the city. Yeah, he's kind of like in charge of all the, like the anime stuff in Numazu. Yeah, but I recognize him, and a lot of Western fans might recognize him from uh, when when Numazu had that kind of vandalism thing going on with the the manhole covers, where you know a group of assholes were defacing the uh, the colored uh, manhole covers in Numazu. He was the one who was, you know, taking charge of that and talking on Twitter about how, you know, these people are, you know, sad and have no life because of of this. <laughs> I I thought it was awesome, um, but uh, uh, yeah. So I I had followed him from before, like I I had been following him, and so it was kind of cool to meet him. And he was, you know, really humble and and you know welcomed us to Numazu and uh, hope we like our stay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <laughs> when they left, they were like, "Let's take the car." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. He, apparently, it pays to be a, a, a councilman because he had a pretty nice car too. Um, yeah. So that was weird. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> you, you don't expect to, to run into a, a government official in in a an anime themed cafe. Um, and then f- that night, we decided we were going to go do karaoke. Uh, at this little place just just outside of uh, the Sun Sun Sunshine Cafe, um, it took us a while to get up there. Uh, to, um, we, it's like on the like fifth or sixth floor. I don't remember exactly. Mm. Um, we got in there. Uh, the lady at the front counter didn't speak any English, so it was kind of fun trying to figure out what we were exactly we were supposed to do. Um, and we kind of we kind of didn't understand how it was how much it was going to cost or yeah. anything like that. It was. It ended up being cheaper than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, but uh, eventually, we we got in, and we we had ordered the package that was like, I think we ordered two hours, um, unlimited drinks, so like as many beers as we could drink, essentially, and then drink wow. drink bar because Gary doesn't drink. Um, we got in there, and uh, like we started kind of fiddling around with the. Uh, the little pad, the little touchpad thingy they have for setting up songs, uh, which I think I made the joke that we were kind of like monkeys with sticks poking at, at like, because <laughs> it, it took us a while to get stuff going, but eventually we did, and eventually we ordered our first drinks, and after, I'd say the second round, yeah, the, the inhibitions were pretty much gone. Yeah. 
we started like we 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 sang a couple Japanese songs early and we're pretty terrible at it and like I think most of us were kind of self-conscious about that. So we started singing more English songs. After a few more beers, fuck it, let's try the Japanese again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't remember what all was saying that night. A lot, a lot was saying there was that There were some questionable choices, Sang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we rounded out the night with Bohemian Rhapsody, which was fun. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, I insisted that I have that I I sing Bohemian Rhapsody with three Englishmen. <laughs> well, well, actually, you shouldn't two, say Englishman. Two, two yeah. Englishmen and a Welshman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got uh, uh, so actually before like the, when the first beers came, that the poor waiter. I'm not sure if he was nervous because we were foreign, but he spilt two beers <laughs> all over the place, just everywhere, and the floor actually got kind of sticky that time. <laughs> yeah, oh, it did. No. Yeah, I felt bad for him. He was kind of he was a younger cat. Uh, but yeah, we drank like because it was unlimited. I can't tell you how many times I said I picked up the phone and said, uh, "Sanbiru onegaishimasu." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've uh, never even heard of I mean unlimited beer unless it's on like a cruise and you pay big money for it. I mean that's yeah, and this was this was actually fairly cheap. Wow. Um. I don't remember how much it all cost. I just remember thinking I think it was wow, like it? I think it was like 15 bucks each. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that and, and that was even extended for an hour because we got to 2 hours and went, "Oh, let's just carry on for an hour." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> they actually came in and had to tell us cuz they were closing down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Um so <laughs> So we we finished we finished singing and drinking and we're like you know what fuck it let's go get some more. <laughs> so we went to the Seven <laughs> Eleven and we picked up we each picked up like two beers and we drank outside the Seven Eleven like <laughs> like in the states if you did that like the cops would probably come. <laughs> but but out there like yeah we were just drinking uh talking about our different countries and we got we got Jordan to say this there's this really really long like town name in wales and, and uh, it like you have to kind of know how to pronounce welsh to be able to say it but we got him to say it which was fun i don't remember a whole lot else about that night i like that's when i was <laughs> pretty properly drunk <sighs> yeah i think the only thing that stopped us drinking that night was bladders yeah, because eventually we're like, "Fuck, we gotta piss," so we had to, we yeah. all had to split up and go to our <laughs> hotel rooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I honestly don't really remember getting back to the Riverside Hotel. Like, I'm not. I don't think I wasn't like blackout drunk, but I just. I think I was so tired that I just kind of like blocked that part <laughs> from my memory. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was that was that day. Uh, got that's that's two nights of drinking. Uh, although. The next day, I woke up fairly early, um, and I felt fine, uh, which was mm. nice. Um, maybe like a, still a little tiny bit drunk, but not not like hungover, which was refreshing. Uh, but this morning, uh, from our hotel window, we could actually see Mount Fuji because Uchiura, I'm sorry, Numazu was clear that day. Uh, and I woke up Steven to to tell him, which I was pleasantly surprised that he woke up like the first time I tried to wake him up. That was the first day that happened because the yeah. other days that wasn't so successful. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, Steven's not much of a morning person. 
No. Uh, but the way I tried to get him up, so I thought, oh, fuck, I can't get him up. Like, normally, you know, when I try to wake up, I'm like, hey, man, you know, wake up, you know, or hey, get up. Like, I'm like, I'm going to try the most British thing I know. And know, like, knowing what he's told me about his family, I'm going to try to say it in the most British way I can. So to, I, I wanted him to get up to see Mount Fuji. So I looked at him, I'm like, oi, dickhead. <laughs> woke up immediately. Woke up, woke up instantly. <laughs> you, I was so shocked. I'm like, oh, fuck, that worked. <laughs> so we woke up and if I'll, I'll post the pictures, but if you look on my Twitter, um, there are there are pictures of Mount Fuji, which first time I've ever actually gotten to see it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, we actually got up at a decent hour, uh, showered. The the guys were already ready, uh, so we met up at uh, well, just in Numazu, um, walked around for a bit, and then took the the bus uh, to Uchura, which is. Um, in Love Live Sunshine, the uh, town where uh, Chika, Rico, Hanamaru, uh, Daya, and Ruby live. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. No, nope. oh, actually, is it Kanan? Well, Kanan and Mari technically live on the island. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, and then and then Yo and and Yoshiko live in Numazu. And um, and as 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 following with the trend, the bus was also decked out in all Love Life stuff. Yes, and and um, <laughs> uh, uh, f- for a few of the stops, Anchan was the voiceover on the bus, uh, Chica's voice actress. Um, so got on the bus. It was how long is that bus ride? I don't even remember. Um, about 30, 40 minutes, I would say. Yeah, not not too bad. Uh, and it lets you off at um. Well, it goes further, but it led us off at uh, um, like a ferry station, uh, the ferry from Uchiura to uh, Awashima Island, which is where uh, Kanan and and uh, Mari live. And um, what do you call it? So uh, right there at the ferry stop, there is like a little Love Live Sunshine area, like with stands, with, like these flags, uh, like a, a merch shop. Uh, and the merch shop has all kinds of like kind of exclusive stuff there, um, mostly for the island. Um, we also picked up like a the movie poster, which was cool there. Uh, mm. It's amazing to me to listen to you talk about this town because I imagine before this anime came out, it was just a very small rural town. Oh yeah, no, it, it was probably like a fishing village. I mean, there's really not much else to it. It really um, makes me wonder how the locals, boats. you know, how the locals have kind of accepted and reacted to it. I'm sure some are ecstatic and others are probably miserable about it. But Well, con- considering like how many shops were selling Love Live stuff or how many shops had Love Live Sunshine just stuff in their windows, uh, not even selling it, just like I, I think they're pretty on board. I mean, Numazu was pretty on board, too. I mean, we didn't even get into the, the, like, during, when we were doing the stamp rally the day before, um, this older gentleman at a, at a, a jewelry shop that had a dia stamp in it, uh, asked us to sign his book, like, cause he wants all the foreigners to come and sign his, 
like like they're really open and, and welcoming in these areas uh, more so than tokyo um but then tokyo's very densely populated um so yeah so we, we got to this little area and there were just a ton of of other love life fans there a lot of foreigners too like you know taking their trip to uchiura um so we stopped off there uh had a bit to eat uh and some something to drink and and then we got on the ferry to um Aoshima island um the ferry itself is decked out in love life sunshine i mean there's a picture on the side there are pictures of the girls uh on the inside of the boat that are all signed uh the different subunits sign different walls um yeah it's nothing but love life sunshine in that boat it's a nice boat too and again it was a beautiful day uh early on so the boat ride was nice um we got there you you land kind of in uh awashima marine park which is kind of like this mini little wildlife habitat they have dolphins they have penguins um we walked to kanon's dive shop which is apparently a frog sanctuary yeah yeah the frog hypes yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a like a little mini aquarium with frogs in it. Um, <laughs> also, the entrance was in English because they misspelled uh, entrance, which was and and trackney, and yeah, and trackney. Um, <laughs> uh, after seeing Kanon's house, uh, is this when? Yeah. Okay. So, so we. We got to this like little, there's this little kind of shrine looking area at the bottom of this hill. And we decided to climb to the top of the, like, cause there's a shrine at the top of the hill. Uh, this is the part in Love Live Sunshine in the first season. Uh, the girl, you see the girls like when they're working out, uh, they're always running up this hill. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> These, <laughs> this is a very steep hill with, well, not that steep, but like a very like large hill, and I can I can believe people could run up it if the steps weren't the most uneven thing in the world. Um, I mean, very clearly, like the path was made probably hundreds of years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a trek. It probably killed me and Steven a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it's it is beautiful. Uh, the walk up there, I do have a few pics, uh, a few pics of the like of the uh, the walkway. Um, and when you get about, I'd say a little over halfway up, uh, there's a rest area, and the rest area is from like the part of the show where Hatamaru talks to Daya and tells her to let Ruby, you know, carry on being an idol. Um. And it's that little rest area is actually really, really beautiful. We Steven yeah. and I stopped there for longer than the other guys did <laughs> because we were dying. Yeah. Um, and while we were stopped there, uh, the largest fucking mosquitoes ever attacked <laughs> Steven. Uh, it, it was yes. it was pretty bad. So like from that horror movie yeah. with all of the like life sizes or you know the human sized mosquitoes and they were gonna like not that big. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was big enough that there was one on my elbow and Carlos hit that mosquito and instead of exploding it was just stood it was still in my skin and I had to pick it out of it. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he was. He, he, I, <laughs> we we were talking to a couple of Korean dudes who they were, they were really nice, and they they offered Stephen some off spray. Um, mosquitoes mm. mosquitoes don't bite me. Apparently, my blood's I don't know sour to them or whatever. Um, but uh, like yeah, I, I we were talking to them, and I look over on Stephen, and there's a big fucking mosquito, and I whacked him, and yeah, it was just dangling from his arm, and I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> That's not good at all. <laughs> I was just thinking Steven's going to have welts the size uh, of his arm. Well, and, and like when I got back that same day, there was like, I, I thought that was the only bite, but my hands are covered in bites. Um, there was somehow one of them bit me through my jeans at the back of my leg. Oh, wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they really had a feast on me, to be honest. The little fucking vampires, man. Yeah. Oh God! But I mean, if you have, if you go up there, so for those of you listening, if you go up there, bring bug spray. If you're prone to getting bit, me, I was fine. Um, if you're, if you're a sour old fuck like me, then you should be okay. <laughs> don't don't uh, try and walk it in jeans. Yeah, yeah. You might want like if it's summertime, you might want some shorts unless it's raining. Um, even then, I don't know. Uh, don't, don't, but, don't don't carry all your luggage on your back. Oh God, that was the big problem for me and Stephen. <laughs> like because we had checked out of our hotel, we had all of our luggage on. Well, not all of our luggage, but all the luggage we took to Numazu was on our back. So yeah, that was an experience. Um, and then when we got near the top, there was um, <laughs> we got near the top, and there was a couple of um, Japanese people sat sat up there drinking oh, tea, just no, just as if to just, like not just Japanese people. <laughs> older japanese people like senior yeah. citizens were up there just drinking tea and they you know they waved hi and said konnichiwa and like and like well we're I'm dying like, like me and yeah me and steven are dying up up this hill and these old people are like yeah this is great and i'm like i at that point i was like yeah no turning back i am not getting beaten by old people <laughs> <laughs> it was just like their their morning stroll <laughs> yeah they probably just do this all the time but uh like as you get higher up, the the steps get narrower, narrower and more uneven. Like at one point, one of the steps is just a big fucking rock. Um. So, but it was worth it because you get like mm. you get all the way up there, and there's a shrine up there, and the shrine is like you can't. It's not one of those hilltop things where you can see everywhere because there's trees, but the trees kind of create a canopy for the shrine. Um, and it's. It's really beautiful. There's this like really long walkway to the shrine. Uh, right in front of the shrine, there's the the board where people um, write on the the pieces of wood that I don't remember what the names are called. But like you know, you write for a blessing or whatever. And a lot of people just wrote you know stuff about aquas. There's a just a ton of of aquas um, like little plaque thingies up there, uh, which I thought was awesome. Um, and then. Uh, there's the, the shrine itself, which is this really kind of older uh, wooden shrine. Um, definitely worth the experience. I would be willing to go up it again, but not for a while. <laughs> and probably next time not carrying anything, and maybe I should start working out again. <laughs> and also next time not in the middle of summer. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was hell. Um again worth it and and if you're a love life fan i mean the the shrine is from the show uh definitely worth the climb hell even if you're not a love life fan like 
I think that's one of the coolest things is that Love Live kind of brought us to this place that we otherwise would have never gone to. Um, and, oh, yeah. and, and it's, like, it's it's a shame that like to think that before Love Live Sunshine, that shrine probably got like no visitors, like no foreign visitors. Mm. So, so. And, like the rest area, the rest area has some of like the most beautiful views of the coast that you mm-hmm. can possibly get. Yeah, um, around that's, there. Definitely so. recommend it. So for those of you out there who stuck with us, even though we're describing a trip largely about Love Live, and you're not a Love Live fan, like, and you're thinking about a trip to Japan, like, I could definitely recommend this spot uh, as like an out of the way, like you don't you don't want to go like just just the tourist areas, go to this spot. Yeah, it's a, it's an anime tourist area, but even if you're not into the anime, it's it's worth going to see. Um, so yeah, Awashima Shrine. We eventually got down the hill. Going down was a lot easier than going up. Um, by the, by, as I was going down, like my legs were shaking. I'm like, yeah, fuck, it's time to start working out again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, anything else? No, we got, got some pictures on the way back down. Oh, uh, on the way Uh, up. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. (laughs) On the way up, there's these little placards. Uh, one of them kind of says to be careful, but the other one that you see a lot of is a placard that just says, Gambate. Um, now going up, like you see it and like that's in the show. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's in the show. So the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. By the third time you see it, you're like, stop fucking patronizing me, Hill. <laughs> at, at that point, you kind of feel like it's making fun of you. <laughs> um, also, there's a placard warning you of hotel bears, which is fun. Uh, it, that's a, a mistranslation. I think it means hostile bears. Uh, be- because there's a warning sign for you know there's potentially bears in the cell, um, but uh, the the placard I didn't get a picture of it, which I'm really sad about. I forgot, uh, but yeah, it it warns you about hotel bears, so watch out for the hotel I mean, bears. There might be a tribe of bears who's trying to with. start like you know an, a you know a hot spring resort or something up there, and they they're busy, so they want you know. They want to warn you. About them. <laughs> they don't want you to, bo- to bother those don't, bears. Don't interrupt the bears while they're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we came down the hill and like I think we were thinking about walking to Mari's house and then we were like, well, the next ferry's coming and we're all fucking pooped. Uh, so instead, we just decided to catch the ferry back and you could see, you know, Mari's house from the ferry. It's a hotel because, of course, Mari lives in a hotel. Um, I'm sad though that we missed like somebody got the room that Mari lived in in the show Ugh. and and he put a Nesso a Mari Nesso up there and just kind of had it hanging out on the balcony yeah um, what else uh, oh so we, we get back to Uchiura from on the ferry and we were going to take the bus to the different places uh, but instead we decided to walk it which just more walking. Uh, Uchiura like resides on a bay, um, which is a decent track of land for us to have walked. But there were more uh, stamps along the way, and along the way we got to see more sites. Um, just off the top of my head, uh, we got to see the cafe that they eat at uh, in the show. Uh, unfortunately, it was closed. Most of the most of the like the smaller businesses were closed because I guess they close on Tuesdays. Um, uh, we got to see the mini mart that they where they get the uh, results from Love Live. Um, 
the Seven Eleven where all the first years buy all their snacks. That's right. Um, and then there were like other mini shops. Uh, there was one that was just like decked out in Yoshiko stuff, which I appreciated. Um, also, along the way, these different areas have can badges that we bought. I, I can't tell you how much money we spent on can badges, oh, but it man. was probably a lot. They're they're like three hundred yen a pop, so like three bucks yeah. a pop. And and I uh, came I, home I was with, <laughs> I, came I was home buying three every time. Yeah. Um, can you explain what a can badge is? Is that just a normal little button, or yeah, like like a like can badges? Yeah, I guess what you would like, you know, with the the safety pin at the back of it. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought so. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, that is expensive yeah. for for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I only bought one per pop, but yeah, Stephen was buying three per pop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trying to think. Uh, okay, so eventually, uh, we got to to Chika's house, which is a ryokan, um, a Japanese inn, and it's it's beautiful. It's a it's a really gorgeous inn. Um, we got to see where Chika lives because there's like a little house off to the side where the you know the the owners live, uh, and then we got to see Rico's apartment. There's absolutely no way <laughs> they were able to touch hand. You know, like how Rico and Chica touch hands in the in the show over the balconies. There's a there's a whole road in front of that. There is <laughs> no way they were doing that. Um, so creative liberties there. Um, and then we uh, out in front of Chica's house, we went to the uh, the beach. You know where uh, <laughs> where Chica spends a lot of time uh, in the show. Um, first off, that cheat that beach is a lot of gravel and not, not like there's sand, but there's also a lot of gravel. No way she was doing the miracle wave trick there, because like as many, as many times as she ate shit, like she would have been cut from head to toe. Um, also, when I got there, there was this younger girl, like she had drawn awkward, you know, like the the name in the sand, like in the show, and she came and she pointed it out to me. And I thought she was Japanese. Apparently, she's British <laughs> because her dad came up to us, uh, like this older British dude. How old was he? Like he said he was um, 60. 60s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say early 60s. And he came up and he's like, <laughs> I can't do the British accent. He's like, was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he had a proper like London, like taxi driver accent, like <laughs> proper, proper London accent. It was really and gruff. It was, gruff. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a surprise on a beach in front of Chica's house to come out and just like this like old Londoner. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently apparently he had lived in Japan years back and his wife was Japanese. So, you know, that girl was his daughter, was half Japanese. Uh apparently looked way more like the mom. Um but uh you know, he was like, you know, I brought her out here because she wanted to come out here. <laughs> he's like, as long as she's happy, but he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> Which just made me laugh. <laughs> and then, I think Gary, so uh, for those of us in the United States, do not do this because it's illegal. Uh, we are not allowed to bring dirt back from other countries because of microbes, um, which is stupid. But it, apparently it's it's A-OK in England. Um in the UK. So Gary got it in his head that like we had these, um, I'm actually looking at mine. Um, we have these bottles, these water bottles, just regular plastic water bottles, but they have the girls on the bottles. So 
uh, Gary got one of his bottles and he filled it up with sand from the beach. And the the London dad came up and he's like, uh, "Stop doing this stuff! You're filling my daughter like now. She's asking me if I have like an empty bottle to fill with sand." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was funny. I I felt bad for him because I I I I probably did something similar to my dad when I was young, going to Disneyland and stuff like that. So, so, so I felt for him. Like she, she had to have been like in her teens, maybe her late teens, but mm. <laughs> like old London, old London guy, like having to walk around Uchiura with his daughter, and she's the only one getting enjoyment out of it because she knows all the different spots. To him, it's just like some small nothing fishing town <laughs> that he could find in England. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just amazing hearing a Cockney accent on a beach in front of like Chica's house in Uchiura. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, fucking crazy. Uh, so yeah, so got got some. I got a lot of pictures there and some video because uh, you got to get video at Chica's place. Um, yeah, uh, and then from there it's just a really short walk to um, uh, to Itomizu Sea Paradise, which uh, those of you who have seen the Aquarius um, second music video uh, Aquarium um, or Koi, I can never remember the whole damn thing. Koi ni something something Aquarium. I yeah, I can't remember. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a bad love life. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so uh, it's just a short walk. It's it's really just up the road uh, from Chica's house, um, and well, we went there. It, it's it's a decent little aquarium. Uh, it's kind of run down, uh, but to be fair, it's in Uchiura, which is it's surprising that they have a uh, an aquarium in Uchiura. Like if if they weren't getting a whole lot of tourist um, beforehand, I don't know why they built an aquarium. <laughs> Maybe it was more popular like in the, like maybe the the spot was more popular like in the 80s or 90s or something. Yeah. But um, uh, we went there and it's it's decked out in Love Life stuff, obviously. Um, like they have like the panels, like these wall panels, like where all the girls signed it. Uh, unfortunately, Uchichi wasn't there. The the mascot, uh, the walrus mascot that uh, um, that Yo. Um, kind of plays as in the music video, uh, but we did get to see all the different spots from the music video. They have a really cool like jellyfish tank that's almost in complete darkness with like neon lights um, from the music video. There's a you know all the wildlife and shit like that, um, and they have owls for whatever reason, which was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, those owls hated me. Yeah, yeah, they really didn't like Steven. <laughs> um, well, we got some pictures. There's like a like a, a really famous like dolphin statue. I think that's in the show as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's in the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they is. hang out at the at the statue at one point. Um, and then we caught a show. Uh, you know, like aquarium, like any other aquarium, it had a show with uh, uh, with walruses doing tricks or with seals doing tricks with a gigantic fucking Hokkaido walrus doing tricks and uh, and uh, like three dolphins. So that was pretty fun. Um, I I was the only like it was a fun show. The only thing I'm sad about is they didn't do it to love live music because that would have made it awesome. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, and then I think 
from there, we kind of ended the trip by walking over to, uh, in the show, when Mari and Kanon kind of make up, uh, Mari runs to the school where Kanon is, and there's this part where she trips and falls uh, in front of this rock. So we went to that rock. Um, we all kind of had the same idea that we kind of wanted a picture of us like tripping and falling in front of the rock, but it was raining, and I was not going to, uh, you know, uh, lay down in the rain-soaked street. Uh, for a photo op. I'm actually that shocked not- that the anime is so faithfully recreating that village that the rock that she fell in front of is there. I mean, it's a really, it's a really cool, like the rock is like, it's one of those things that like it has Japanese writing in it. So it's, it's already a, a pretty famous like destination, but, uh, and then uh, we got to the, we, we found on like a love live map, the spot uh, there's like, they have a seawall. And we found the spot in the seawall where uh, uh, Rico and Chica meet up, and in episode ten of season one, and, like that's the one where the uh, the episode ends with Rico saying, telling Chica she loves her, and then that that just never goes anywhere. <laughs> uh, but um, and, and like right next to that that spot in the wall, there was a bus stop where we waited, and that's where my uh, where my Japanese umbrella stayed. Because I left it there. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, sorry to the town of Uchiura, because I littered uh, with a... But, hey, you got a free umbrella out of it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, think, mean, uh, I, I think the only other thing in Uchiura worth mentioning is there was um, also the tourist center. Oh, yeah, I completely missed that. Um, yes. It was filled with every bit of Aquas merch you can possibly think of. Um, every figure that's been released, um, all of like, there's like train model tie-ins. They've got all that there. Streamers um, from all the lives. Streamers. Yeah. Tickets from all the lives. Um, uh, they had a gigantic just, uh, birthday Mari set up. Yeah. Set up for birth for Mari's birthday. Yeah. It was all, yeah, all of the, crazy. All the t-shirts from the live. Yeah. Just everything you can think of for awkward was in this tourist center. And they even had this uh, this map with all the can badges on it and where you can find all of them. And like we didn't come close to getting all of them. And then they had a ma- like not a map, but they had a wall full of the um, the stamps that you can get on the stamp rally. And we did not come close to getting all of them. <laughs> Turns out there was eighty of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how many we got. Was there some kind of a uh, like a reward for getting all of them? Or no, it's really the, just reward, kind of- the reward is the stamps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's really just a place like it's like uh hey I've been here so yeah, yeah. hold on I'm just gonna flip through one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen is that eighteen nineteen twenty one twenty two three twenty four five twenty six 27 i have we have i have 27 out of the 80 so like next time i guess <laughs> i don't i don't think there's even 80 pages I, to, yeah you'd have to buy another book yeah um which is fine because there, there are different there there are books with different like pictures on them so next time i go i'll get i'll get a different one um but yeah like that was that was uchiura we we caught the the train back up to numazu um 
at this point, we were we were all kind of like <laughs> pretty beat, very tired. Uh, but we decided to um, we decided to go back to Gamers in Numazu to check the, if they had any copies of Fourth Live Blu-rays. They did not. We went to Animate, same thing. Um, and this is where we left Gary because Gary was staying there for another week. Actually, is he gone now? Should he be back uh, in, in the UK by now? I think he's on the. Uh, I think he's back. Okay, oh, he's so on he his should, way back. Yeah, so he should be back or coming back today or sometime around today. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, we left Gary there because Gary was going to stay in a hotel in Numazu where we still had our hotel in um, in Tokyo because it was actually cheaper to keep the hotel for uh, the whole time in. And, and just not stay in it for a couple days that rather than, you know, check out and then check back in. Um, so we, we left Gary and we got on the train. Uh, we got back on the slow train because this time we were going to stop at one of those damn love life stops. Um, so we eventually got to the Nebukawa stop. Um, Oh, the Nebukawa station. I guess you could call it a station, but it's it's really just a stop. Mm. It's it's tiny, tiny, tiny. But this is the stop where Muse kind of has a breakdown after they decide they're gonna excuse me, they're gonna stop uh being school idols after the, the third years graduate. Um like it's essentially it's the crying scene from season two. Uh <laughs> So we got there, uh, and we kind of had to wait for this guy to leave because he wouldn't leave. Um, and after he left, we got a whole bunch of pictures there. And then we all, well, Stephen made the <laughs> the decision. A terrible decision. <laughs> to pull up that scene on YouTube, and we watched it. Yeah, we couldn't get past Nico crying before. We were all like, yep, got to stop. Got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that's such a good scene. But yeah, we mm. got a few pictures there. Uh, unfortunately, not at dusk. Uh, it, by that time, it was night um, because it took us so long to get back. Uh, but definitely worth the stop. I mean, it's really cool to like because you talk about Jeff faithful recreations, but it, like that that stop looks exactly like it does in the anime. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So it was really cool to see. Interesting place for them. You say it's such a small stop. It's an interesting place for them to pick for such a impactful scene. I mean, that's one of the most memorable scenes. I mean, it, it's a really cool looking stop too, though. Like very remote, you know, kind of feel to it. And, and if any place they're going to have a, you know, a sit down and a cry, like that's a good spot because there's probably not going to be anybody there. <laughs> uh God, I need to rewatch Love Live, the original. Um, yeah, so we eventually after we eventually hopped back on the train, and we eventually got back to our hotel in Sugamo. And I think by that point we were pretty well done. In I mean that was we were a, spent. That was a whole day of walking. That was a huge of, day. Of, yeah, of you guys did hiking, a lot. Hi- hiking up, yeah, hiking up a hill, collecting stamps, and just all kinds of shit, and. Because I remember thinking, like we were we were talking about maybe hitting up the Sun Sun Sunshine Cafe uh, before leaving for Numazu, and by the time we came back to Numazu, we were like, "No, that is not going to happen." Um, 
uh, this was also the night like before we like we so we got back and we were like uh, we decided to pack uh, and while we were packing we turned on the TV and there was the AKB Olympics <laughs> yeah for the former AKB members so they've all graduated from AKB doing an Olympics kind of event yeah for like a late night TV show yeah and like when when idol groups like AKB are like in their idol group they're supposed to be like i don't know pure they're supposed to be yeah they're supposed to be seen as like more pure or like you know like less i don't know they're less sexualized i guess you could say yes yeah the akb olympics was all sexualized <laughs> like they were doing like they were <laughs> they, they were doing stuff like measuring how how high like you know like from a laying down position you ever ever done that thing where like in school where like you lift up your torso and see how high you can lift up your torso and like your your teacher your pe teacher will come and measure it or stuff like that they were doing that but the girls a lot of them were wearing tank tops and you could you know kind of see a lot and then after they were done they would take the measurement tool and they would pose with it uh in between their breasts so yeah yeah very very odd to see idols like that or former i guess former idols but yeah. uh yeah. that was that was uh that was a thing japanese tv there's there's a lot more on, on japanese tv that i could think of but yeah just if you ever go to japan and if you have a minute in your hotel room before you go to bed just flip on the tv i guarantee you're gonna see something weird uh, at least a, a weird commercial yeah, so day five was big. Uh, last day, day six, uh, we we got up, uh, Steve and Jordan and I, uh, and uh, packed up, made sure we had everything, uh, Went and then we went to Akihabara, uh, threw our stuff in a coin locker, which is really nice. I understand why we don't have it in the States, you know, mostly the threat of, you know, terrorist attacks. Like, we used to have coin lockers and stuff like that, but... Can I say how awesome it is to have a place just to stow your bags and walk around? God, that's, a, that's such a great idea. Um, but yeah, stowed our stuff in a coin locker, went to Akiba. Uh, Steven and I searched for Fourth Live, and this time uh, I found it in Animate, but I got the last one, so Steven had to get <laughs> his in Gamers? Yeah, I got it in Gamers. Yeah. Uh, we had Mr. Donut for breakfast, and unfortunately, that was pretty much where steven and jordan had to leave yeah we should have probably left earlier but... <laughs> well you guys went to haneda so yeah yeah it was it was it was more a bit like i think we left akiba about 20 to 12 and our flight was it like half past two yeah uh um but uh, did you guys do anything else like in Haneda or did you, did you guys just like wait for your plane? Oh, no, no. Yeah, so okay. we, we got into, we got into Haneda and just kind of got through all the security and then just went, oh, oh we're boarding in a minute. Oh, uh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were late. Holy crap. Yeah. So, so we kind of just got there. We, we did go to like a little like restaurant and just went, oh, we'll order some um, takoyaki or, and uh, okonomiyaki ordered that and then looked at our watch and went oh crap our flight's boarding holy shit so yeah uh okay uh well i i stuck around 
because uh, I had a few hours to go. Um, just kind of tooled around Akiba, um, played Kankole, and then I left. I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot else to do. I I cleared a couple more maps. Um, I didn't get anyone of note. I think I got uh, Oshio and... Uh, I don't remember. I got someone else. I feel bad for not remembering now. <laughs> but uh, um, I took the... Because it, it takes an hour to get, again, from, from Tokyo to Narita Airport. So took the train to Narita. I still had, like... I think I left way too early because I had, like, hour and a half, almost two hours, like, sitting there. Um, and essentially all I did was I got on Twitter and I posted as many pictures as I can because I was bored. But... I, I I'm the type who likes to be at the airport as early as possible because I hate the idea of missing my flight. Like missing my flight in Japan, maybe not the worst thing, but it would be terribly expensive trying to get back if I had missed it and it was my fault. Um, so yeah, and that was uh, that was our trip to Fifth Live. Uh, definitely a lot more this time around. Yeah, no doubt. You guys, you guys really did a lot. I I actually very interested in in um uh god now that i'm blanking on the name of the place you guys went the village there <laughs> uchiura uchiura I'm, I'm definitely interested in doing that you keep talking about next time i think i might need to try and make it with you next time <laughs> yeah well well we'll let you know because steven and i are going to be balloting pretty hard uh for <laughs> like love live fest if I, I i've talked about it before but all three generations of Love Live will be at Fess. So I'm going to try my absolute hardest to get to Fess. Yes. All the, all the money that I need to ballot for that. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i probably not going to... I'm only going to buy one copy of the Blu-ray. I, if you're going to buy more, that's... Oof. Uh, but uh, but I, I, will, I will buy one of everything needed to, to ballot. But... Mm. I'm hoping that if we don't get it, hoping, hoping that there's a Gaijin package. So I would you, hate to miss it. If you get, you, you know, you buy the Blu-ray, you get one ticket. Like you get, you, you get a uh, essentially a ballot. So like like a kind of like a lottery. So and then you enter your number into the lottery. For us as foreigners, we have to do it through a proxy service. So they do it for us. Um. But if you don't win, they you know they refund you. And if you win, the ticket, you well then they keep the ticket money and yeah. and they pay for it. And then you uh, when you when you go to Japan, you pick up the tickets from their office. You get a single ticket yeah. though, and Let, you win the lottery, or is it? Uh, I think you can get up to two, right? Yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, okay. But yeah, so so I, I realized that the the. Um, proxy was too expensive last year and bought bought myself a mo- uh, Japanese mobile phone number. Oh, that's so, right. I forgot you did that. So, yeah, so now I can actually enter the ballot myself. That's great. <laughs> well, I know. Well, there if, you go. Uh, if, if you're, if yeah. you're looking to get tickets, give your ballot to, to Steven. I'll start up a service. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, ridiculously convoluted especially i forgot you got a fucking japanese phone but yep. for those of us who love aquas enough to go see them it's it's 
like this trip was so worth like er, the the one thing that i think was said the most this trip was worth it like climbing the shrine worth it going to uchiura worth it going to like going to sun sun sunshine cafe at night and spilling a drink all over my leg well i got to meet i got to meet the chancellor of love live and or the chancellor of anime and numazu worth it so i think I think that was the big takeaway was like this one, this, this trip, like last trip was, was pretty good. Um, I mean, I was, uh, by myself most of the time because I was only there for like a few days, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely worth going with other love live fans for sure. And, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, if you're listening, uh, Jordan and or Gary, uh, Thanks a lot for coming out. It was a ton of fun. Um, it was nice to uh, to visit with other people from the UK. I'm I'm mostly used to Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will be seeing you again, Stephen, very soon. Yes. So for another yeah. Love yeah, Life concert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm excited. I'm, I I love I love going out with you guys too. Especially like I mean in in America I don't have to worry about directions or anything like. that. that and and we got the airbnb like all the the hotel everything's taken care of like i'm ready for for uh ax yeah this will be my first time uh listeners can look forward to kind of the uh less intense of a love life fans take on the concert (laughs) after that at ax i mean i I definitely like it but i don't know all the names and all of the you know the songs and everything else so we will be there a day before for like pre-show day i might have to i mean i'll I'll probably bring (laughs) something i'm trying to think i don't want to bring all the lives because i have so many of them are you going to Maybe indoctrinate bring... me, Carlos? Carlos? I mean, I, I already kind of, I've, I've tried to, but I think I'll have more time this time to indoctrinate <laughs> you. So I think I might bring Fourth Live because that's one that that Logan you wouldn't have seen. So okay. maybe I'll bring Fourth yeah. Live, and we can watch. Weird. We can watch Day Two. Well, well, I don't know, like playing Y Schwartz or something. Yeah, that. I mean, that time that we were in, uh, what was it? We were in uh, San Francisco, I think, right? And yes, we were just watching the, a bunch of Love Live in the hotel room when we recorded the uh, the mobile game podcast. That was yeah. fun. Uh, I, I I remember leaving that trip and just being so into it, you know. But after so long of being kind of disconnected from it with everything else going on, uh, you know, I think I need my I, I needed another fix. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with with Fourth Live, you get the Daya the Daya's. Uh, she does like the little the hand the Korean hand gesture the chuki. Remember that one, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope she comes. I hope that they change their mind and she gets to come. Yeah, I, they haven't said anything, so I don't think so. But I mean, she looked fine. But yeah, I guess it is. It it is a danger that if she if she does have problems overseas, yeah, insurance and things like that. Yeah, and and we don't have universal health care, so <laughs> it's a, like she. I don't. I'm not. I'm sure they could afford to send her to a hospital here, but it would, it would cost them quite a bit. Come on, there's got to be a love life, you know, fan who's a physician who will take care of her for free. <laughs> 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 anyway, guys, that was awesome. Uh, that sounds like it was a great trip, and more than ever, I definitely want to try to come with you guys on the next one because that's awesome. It just sounded like a great time. 
yeah no it was it was definitely a lot more than i've i've ever experienced uh in japan and uh, again like if you have you know those of you listening out there like like not even just love live if you stuck around with us this long um and you're not a love life fan then you know thank you very much because i know we talk about we've talked about it at length this episode but if you're a fan of of anime just in general I, there's a ch- chances are that like your favorite anime eh, if it's a long running series i guess will have an event or that something will be going on or how like if you're a fate fan some cities are modeled after or i see some some of the cities in your favorite anime might be modeled after a you know a japanese city like uh like a, if you're a fate fan fuyuki is kobe go to kobe um it, you'll you'll see you like shiro's house is modeled after a real house the brit thing you know the the famous bridge where uh, gilgamesh fights um fights uh, iskandar is there like a lot of those like famous places are modeled after different places like and same with a lot of other anime so like look it up there's the the cool thing is too is there's so many like anime tour um things that are out now and a lot of them like are translated into english that you just have to you know book your trip and head on over there and like there might be a stamp rally there for your favorite anime or can badges or like exclusive merch for that area so i mean definitely worth the trip and and like there's uh, also a decent chance you'll meet uh, other fans of the series and you guys can like nerd out at at in the area your favorite anime is from so definitely worth it yeah i think the whole topic of anime pilgrimages over to Japan. I mean, I think what you guys experienced here with Alive probably brings way more than any other event could probably, especially when it comes to foreigners. But, you know, I think just being surrounded by, and I've talked about this so many times before with conventions, but it's probably times 10 when it comes to actually going to the place that that anime took place. So, Yeah. And especially after Alive, like Uchiura was like mobbed after like after a live new mizu and uchiura are full of love life fans um you you spot them just walking up and down the street um yeah uh i'd say if you can afford it if you can save up the money um go to japan (laughs) right on guys well we've been going on uh going on three hours now so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably about Jesus. time that yeah. you guys we can, we, we can definitely talk love live no doubt I love it hopefully <laughs> everyone else has enjoyed listening to it as much as I mean I, I don't think Logan and I had much to put in to this one but we uh, gave our reactions and hopefully everyone else enjoyed listening and, you know certainly I think every time we do a cast like this anyone listening probably just gets jealous and you know more and more has to put some of this stuff on their bucket list <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, that was a good one, guys. Thank cool. you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. yeah if uh, you would like to get in to our Discord so you can see all the crazy things that these two get up to when they're in Japan or <laughs> see all the love life stuff that they share every day, um, all the Nico Namba greatness, uh, you can hit us up on our various social medias. We're on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. Um, we are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. 
and our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up. Join us. Have yep. fun. Yeah, we have One a lot of fun. Of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Get involved in some of the, uh, yeah, the very philosophical general chat conversations we have about body pillows. <laughs> and... oh, Jesus. <laughs> Take that shit to the meme chat. <laughs> Get out of my general chat. Yeah, that's my bad, I guess. I forget we have a meme chat sometimes. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, come have fun with us. Love to have you. But uh, I think that's going to do it for this one. So uh, until next time, thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you later. Peace. Yeah.